Hey, we're back. we're back. Can you believe it? Um, this is my third time recording that. Hey, because I I couldn't get it right. Uh, yeah, we're back. How long has it been? Nine months. Nine months, you guys. Uh, Melissa and I are super excited to be back. We're very excited uh, about coming back, which is just a different way of saying what I just said. But that's how excited we are. Um, yeah, we had some, uh, well, mostly Melissa had a lot of personal life changes happen over the last nine months, but, um, she's doing really well. She's, she's doing inspirationally well, actually, to be honest. Uh, she is, she is an inspiration. I'll just leave it at that. A lot of changes happened and a lot of stuff went down, but, um, like I said, everybody's healthy. We're all good. And we are ready to get back into this show. Forsaken Cinema is back. Uh, there's a couple of changes that are happening though. One being we're going bi-weekly. Um, well, sort of. Let me explain. We're going bi-weekly. We're, Melissa and I are going to record an episode every two weeks. So an, a, a full episode will come out every two weeks. Just a normal, you know, we do the monthly themes uh, and it's going to be a normal hour and a half to two hour episode every other week featuring both of us and a movie. And, you know, we're going to talk about it. everything's going to be the same. Uh, we actually have like uh, one or two new things that we're doing that are pretty fun that I'm excited about. Um, so there's that change. Um, but also I'm going to try to do mini episodes every, every other week. And the mini episodes are going to be completely different. I still kind of don't know what they're going to look like, but I kind of want to do like horror news. They're not going to be nearly as long. They're going to be like maybe a half hour, 40 minutes long. And it's mostly just going to be me. But like I said, I want to do horror news. Um, I want to do some fun stuff with that. I want to do, I'm going to do like one kind of abridged review of a movie based on the theme that we're doing. Um. Uh, what else? Oh, oh, Melissa's book club is moving to the mini episodes too, so you'll get to hear from her a little bit on what books she's reading. But yeah, I don't know. That's gonna kind of take on a life of its own. I'm not sure what that's going to look like or sound like yet, but um, it'll be fun, and I'm looking forward to it. It's a little bit of a change. You're not gonna get full episodes every week, but you know, it could still be cool. Um. But yeah, doing doing weekly episodes for Melissa and kind of for myself is is you know it got really overwhelming, which is one of the reasons we dropped it. A bunch of stuff went down. We just realized like this is too much right now. Um, but like I said, we are back and we're going bi-weekly, possibly half weekly, half bi-weekly. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Anyway, I'm rambling at this point. Those are the changes that we're making, and um, we hope you're cool with that. It really doesn't matter if you're cool with it or not, though, because that's what we're doing. Anyway, I feel like this intro is going pretty well, um, but let me let me get to the meat of the intro. Uh, so all my this is uh, March. We're in March, and if you remember, we theme our months, and this month's theme is March Madness. And we are not talking about basketball movies. We are talking about psychos, serial killers, and madmen all month. So we've got movies on the docket, like uh, this week we're doing Maniac, uh, we're doing Psycho for the mini episodes. Um, I believe I'm doing Henry Portrait of Serial Killer and the movie Madman. And so yeah, all month long we're talking about Psycho, Serial Killers, and Madman. And as I just mentioned, this week we did Maniac 1980, uh, starring uh, the beautiful Carolyn Monroe and Joe Spinell and directed by William Lustig. And we had a great time talking about that. We also discussed some other movies that I will list thusly. Melissa discusses 2023's Megan, 2023's Pearl, and 2022's Terrifier 2. Yeah, we got some catching up to do because <laughs> some of these, you know, Pearl came out a while ago. Terrifier 2 came out last year, but uh, 
Yeah, she wanted to talk about them um, just because they were some of her favorites. And she also talks about Arachnia. She throws an old one in there, Arachnia from 2003, which I thought sounded really fun, but she wasn't a big fan of. And then I discussed two movies because I'm a slacker. I discussed 2023's Skinamarink. Once again, we got some catching up to do. It came out a while ago. And Knock at the Cabin, which came out streaming not that long ago. Also from 2023, starring the mountain of a human being, uh, Dave Bautista. Um, yeah, disclaimer on this episode. Uh, we very much sound like we haven't done this show in nine months. <laughs> I forgot a bunch of stuff. I hit some wrong buttons. The intro's kind of muddled and the outro's muddled, but hey, uh, whatever. At least we're back. Um, you know, take all that. Was it? I don't. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I want this intro to be done. Uh, it's actually St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day! And Melissa's actually on her way over, and a couple other friends, and we're gonna party. We hope you guys have a super happy and safe St. Patty's Day. Uh, sorry, this was delayed. I did everything I could. The RSS feed was messed up, and our platform was messed up because I hadn't been paying and like all this other stuff. But I finally got it figured out. And it's up. And yeah, I'm done with this intro. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode 100. Finally. It's great. So what you're saying is you like sweaty ears. I like. You like sweaty, slimy, earwaxy ears. Oh yeah, give me all the sweaty ears. Ugh, that's so gross. As long as they're listening to me. Melissa's wearing. Oh, she almost wore old headphones that were found on a floor in a practice space we used to have where our our, our bassist used to wear them. Actually, I found those on the floor behind the couch. And so it would get really... I don't know how they got there. Oh, behind your couch. <laughs> Oh, no, those aren't Wills. They have to be. And I was like, ew. Well, whose are they? They're, they're mine. They're definitely mine. Then I definitely want to wear them. You definitely want to wear them? Oh, yes. Ew, why? I missed you, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting weird already. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show. We're back. We're fucking back. Episode 100. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. We're sorry we abandoned you for eight months. I'm actually not sorry because my shit was a mess. So, you know, had to happen. Yeah, it but. did have to happen. I just meant sorry in general. I didn't really mean it. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, some of you who still hit me up all the time to be like, when are you coming back? Oh, really? Yeah. No one hit and, me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're not a hot girl. That's true. I am not a hot girl. You're an ugly boy. Hey, that hurts my feelings. Sorry, an old ugly boy. <laughs> an old ugly boy. Oh, my God. You're already making fun of me. Uh, yes, this is the bi-weekly, <laughs> bi-weekly horror so, movie I'm not the only thing that's bi around show. here. <laughs> yeah, you're not the only bi thing on this show anymore. Uh, what was I saying? This is the bi-weekly yes. horror movie podcast in which Melissa and I discuss all of our favorite and not so favorite horror movies based on a monthly theme. And that theme this month is March Madness. So just basketball movies. Just basketball <laughs> themed horror movies. No, not basketball. We're talking about where did my notes go? Jeez, how do we do? How do we podcast again? I for, I forgot. Yes, it's gonna be an interesting like <laughs> Dude, welcome is, back episode. This I'm is gonna so be excited. Uh, yeah, trippy episode for me. I'm gonna uh, yeah yeah. Blah, so blah, anyway, blah, blah, yes, blah, March blah. Madness. Uh, we are all month. We'll be discussing. 
Movies about madmen, psychopaths, and serial killers. And this week we are doing Maniac. Yes, nineteen eighty. Just not the a remake. Great time. Yes, great movie. We are not. It's not the 20, 2013, 20, 2011. 20, just one of those years. <laughs> one of those know? years is correct. Not that one. We are going. We might discuss that one later or on a on a mini episode. I, I'm going to explain everything. Yes, please in the do. top. When you're listening to this, I will have already explained it. So why am I even telling you now? It doesn't make any sense. Well, we have so nice. We have, he told you twice. We have completely forgotten how to do podcasts. And you guys love and, it. And you love it. So yes, Maniac, 1980, um, aka the Amazing Adventures of Frankie Zito. Yes, Frankie Zito. Frankie Zito. <laughs> Scalpy McScalperson. Ooh, greasy McGreaserson. Yeah, he's very <laughs> greasy in this movie. Anyway, we'll get to that later. But first, how are you doing? How have you been? Ew, you don't have to go into any, even. any Actually, details. We like introduced a show and we didn't go like, hey, greetings by fist bumping each other's titties. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. yeah. I tried to make that a thing at work. It, it just didn't take off. Yeah. It's too much like bean dip. Um, I don't know what that is because I have no beans. You don't know what bean dip is? No. Where you, you take your knuckle and you like you like bump it underneath That's their, what that's their called? Yeah, you go bean dip. No. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm a woman who has boobs, so yes. you just Maybe. can't go around bean dipping women. <laughs> I bean dip Amanda all the time. Amanda is my cousin for you new listeners. I'm just kidding. She's my wife. <laughs> I was like, exactly, though. That's your wife. You can't bean dip me. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> I will kill you. I think I could get away with it. <laughs> Hello, 911. Hello, 911. I'd like to report a murder. <laughs> no, I would never do that. Anyways, I am great. I've done you know? it to my boss. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> done it to my boss. Have you? No. <laughs> Could you imagine? Wait, no. Wait, Big Mike or uh, Big, Mike. Big, Big John? Wait, I forgot his name. I haven't seen them in so long. Yeah, it's John. John. Big John. Just, How's he doing? He's, anyway, yeah, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> no one has standard, any idea who that is. Standard. All right, Anyways, so, yeah, go ahead. Fuck. Have to, have to, Moving yeah. on. Who cares about how I'm doing? Should okay. we talk about what I've watched? Okay. Are we still if doing that? Is that a thing? I mean, we've been gone for eight months. You don't have to. You know, I, I mean, just, if like, you guys want to know how I'm doing, just follow the gram. Yeah, that's true. And if you haven't been already, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. All right. What'd you watch? All right. Well, so the movies that I'm reviewing. In the last eight months. Oh my gosh. Every movie you've watched for the last eight months. I was slacking off for most of the time. And then like the last month, I was like, I'm watching everything. Yeah. I kind of been on the same boat. But I, the boat. Actually, so I'm going to review a couple movies and actually they were pretty popular and they've been out for a little bit. So you guys have already seen them, but I don't care because you guys are here to hear what I have to say. And And me. Oh, you're here? <laughs> Wait, when did you get here? <laughs> Wait, this is your place. <laughs> this is my house. I'm the captain now. <laughs> okay, then back to me. <laughs> so, you know, these are all movies you guys have already seen, like I said, but I'm going to talk about them anyways. And you're going to listen. And you're going to love it. Um, so uh, the first movie I'm going to talk about is M. Thregan. Sorry, <laughs> Megan. Mathregan? <laughs> Mathregan. From the, yeah, yeah, from the, the, the Amazon Prime commercial. Mm-hmm. I laughed so hard when he said that. <laughs> that was the, what's his name, right? Key. Yes. Of the Key and Peel fame. Keegan Key. Anyways. Anyways. I'll stop interrupting. I heard that. What did you hear? My gurgle? Yeah. My- <laughs> Sorry. That was for you, Pat. I'm drinking my beers. Dirt Wolf. Yeah, S- that's what you are. 
standard go-to. I'm a dirt wolf. Fucking riveting, man. <laughs> All right, get to your review. <laughs> anyway, so it's about, you guys know what it's about, but I'm going to tell you anyways. A robotic engineer at a toy company builds a lifelike doll, not for sexual reasons, that begins to take on a life Wait, of its own. does it say own. that? No, not for I sexual reasons. Because what, what else are you going to make a lifelike doll for? Come but it was on. like a child. <laughs> you, you've seen them. I'm just saying, like, you don't go like, oh, I'm making a doll for like, you know. Come so on. anytime a guy makes a doll, it's for sex. Oh, uh, what are you doing? Oh, sorry. that's your mic. Sorry, I won't touch that anymore. Yeah, yes, it's for sex. Duh. You tell me you want it. What? This Megan? Megan? Make a doll. Mithrigan? It doesn't have to be Megan. Oh, I was I mean, like, no, absolutely not. That's horrific. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> no, it's not like a child. How dare you ask me that? <laughs> like just a doll in general. A doll? Like, what does the doll look like? Uh, it's lifelike. And it looks like a woman. Would I? Yes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I would. How do you... Cl- Why are we talking about this? Even if I wanted to, I think it would make me so sad and ashamed <laughs> that I wouldn't be able to like do anything. Oh, man. That's like after every time. Went, nope. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? No. Okay. Finish your review. <laughs> Anyways. So, obviously, it's a new movie about Show's a robot. Show's already off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> about a robot chick protecting a human chick and killing some people and also fucking dancing. And dance, yes. Yeah. So, like, obviously, I'm not going to do spoilers because it's still newish. It is newish. Uh, majority of reviews are raving about this, and I'm absolutely aware that I'm part of the minority when I say I did not like this movie. I'm not impressed. It was okay. I read but plenty like, of negative reviews. No, oh my gosh, everyone's like, I loved it. I can't believe you didn't like it. I thought it was so cringy. And the robot, like, fucking sings. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. And everyone's like, no, it's self aware. It's supposed to be a, like, is it supposed to be a comedy or is it supposed to be like. I heard it was supposed crazy? to be a comedy. Like, but it didn't. A- but then they weren't like, the whole thing wasn't funny. Like, it's either go all the way to no. the comedy or don't have it. So you're it. saying it didn't do either horror no. or comedy well? No. It's like, had maybe two good scenes but none of which includes singing or dancing robots okay let me ask you this do you think and this is what i what i gathered uh, uh, it got a lot of attention and people said i've read a lot of people say it's like it was actually kind of scary too and it's like do you think this would be a good like gateway horror movie because that's what i was thinking for like a 12 year old for like 12 year olds yeah okay because like uh henley hayes says this is just ex machina for ipad kids (laughs) and i was like yeah oh that works i love ex machina so do i it's a great fucking movie what happened to alice garland what happened to Donald Gleason? Oh, yeah, he did Men. We saw that in theaters together. I liked that one. You did? Remember, I did a review where I said I loved it, uh, and yeah. you men I don't understand it. because you're uh, He-Man, Woman, Hater Clubs, and that's that. Okay, I don't remember it quite that way, but all right, I'll have to go back and re-listen to the episode. Yes, everyone go back and re-listen to it. Re-listen right. to all the episodes. No, don't. Oh, gosh. Why? There was a lot of changes since then. Uh, it's a, It's like a, I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. You gonna delete those episodes? Hell no. <laughs> that would be hours and hours and hours of work. Delete. Like getting rid of. Never mind. Go ahead. Get rid of. <laughs> All right. So the next movie that I watched in theaters, mind you, is Pearl. Oh, yeah? In 1918, a young woman on the brink of madness pursues stardom in a desperate attempt to escape the drudgery, isolation, and lovelessness of life on her parents' farms. It's directed and written by Ty West, who's. A fucking genius, and I love him. Mm-hmm. Did you see? You saw Pearl, right? I have not watched Pearl. <gasps> uh, okay, I'll, I'll talk about. Yes, I'll talk about how, how, what I've been watching well, when I, whenever it's my turn. Okay, but not Pearl. Okay, well, it's no, pre- I haven't seen a lot of new stuff, wow. but I'll talk about it when we. 
So it's the prequel to X, which was a great movie. I actually preferred X a little bit more because I thought the kills were more creative and fun. Hey, we saw X at theaters together too. Yeah, we did. That was a great movie. I loved that. So, like I said, uh, I just thought the deaths were more fun than X, but this movie is phenomenal. The acting, the cinematography, the score. Mia Goth like, just absolutely shows that she is indeed a star. Yeah. I'm a star. Isn't that what she says in the movie? Yes, please. I love that. Um, and the closing credit scene. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, if you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This movie is yeah, you do. phenomenal, and it's like a love letter to, to movies. Not even just horror movies. It's just like movie, cinema in general. Yes, phenomenal. Would you say it's a love letter to Forsaken Cinema? Oh, I would. <laughs> I mean, if only both members of Forsaken Cinema had seen it. <laughs> no, I meant like, never mind. You Go get ahead. my love. All right. What'd you say? Nothing. You I'm said something. trudging along here. You're like slipping in these little insults. What are you talking about? <laughs> you always That's do. just love. I always, can I tell you something? You every cannot. Th- ev- <laughs> tell me nothing. Every time I go back and uh, I go back and I edit and I have to listen to the episode, I catch so many <laughs> little things that you say like kind of quietly, like little yeah. insults and shit. And I'm like, how did I miss that? And oh. what are you doing now? Now you're ignoring me and taking <laughs> fucking taking selfies. I'm not actually, the camera's facing you, Red dummy. Red Bull is bad for you. It's bad for your kidneys. It's sugar-free. That's all Ooh. they had at the liquor store. Ooh, beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, moving on. Um, so I'm also... <laughs> you have to do this now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm posting your picture on the Snapchat. Oh, okay. We're friends. What are friends for? My picture? I'm in that picture? Yes. I wasn't taking a picture of myself. I know I'm hot. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So I watched Terrifier 2. You oh, seen yeah. that one? I still, I'm going to explain everything, okay? Okay. After being resurrected by a sinister entity, Art the Clown returns to the timid town of Miles County where he targets a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween night. Written and directed by Damien Leone. 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 Dude, I love this movie so much. <laughs> okay, this is like... I did see the first like 10 minutes it of it. It is a little long, fell asleep. but what? Well, it wasn't because of the movie. It was because I was drinking and oh. I just fell asleep. See, that's been like very helpful that I'm not drinking. Yeah, and now I'm like, whoa. Oh, I, I watched the whole movie and I remember all of it. Whoa, I watched like four hours of Sailor Moon shit. <laughs> that's only like six episodes. Anyways, so this is definitely my favorite movie of 2022. Hands down. Because uh, sometimes you just need over-the-top senseless gore, and this gives it to you. By the buckets, would you say? By the buckets. Nice. So I was getting a tattoo around the time this came out, um, and I'm chatty with everyone in the shop. Duh. Obviously, because, you know, like, I'm hot, and everyone talks <laughs> with me. Anyways, oh so the piercer's name is Brandon, who, by the way, not listening, but if you were, call me. Uh, he is so jacked. He does like bodybuilding. Oh yeah, that dude looks he good. He does like bodybuilding. He does like the bodybuilding. Anyways, <laughs> what he's the one who did your th- who like, was doing your tattoo? No, Alex is doing my tattoo. Duh. Oh right. Who can I guess also call me? <laughs> okay. He's hot. Uh, so he said that uh, he saw this movie with a girl who actually threw up twice during the movie. Oh, yeah, I heard a which lot is of like stories freaking of crazy. Throwing up theaters and shit. So like personally, when I watched the movie, I feel like maybe we're like a little. I don't know. We've seen so much stuff that it doesn't. Yes, yeah, you that's th- the word. You think? And I couldn't pick up exactly where someone would have thrown up because I feel like, like I said, desensitized to horror. Oh, there were some beautifully disgusting gory scenes. Yeah, I could think of one or two, but I don't think I would. It didn't make me queasy. Yeah, but you've seen. There was an after credit scene. Little spoiler. Chris Jericho has a cameo represent oh nice uh that made me gag a little the after credit scene definitely but that had like i'll say it has something to do with babies and you know babies are disgusting yeah 
still. What, you gagged because of the babies? <laughs> and just let me say, I love the idea of a clown cafe kids show because that's there's part of that in this right. movie and I fucking love it. And I would be 100% down to clown with that. <laughs> and uh, Wow. I know I went Unashamed there. pun. Uh, hmm. And the main actress, Lauren Lovera, was great. She's like, I, I don't know her in anything else. She's like a teenage actress. She's phenomenal. Uh, yeah, she plays like his imaginary, like, daughter what is she no play? you're thinking of the little clown girl i'm thinking of the main oh, actress the what main, a, okay the main protagonist i got you anyways this movie is over two hours long so that may be a problem for others but i feel like it didn't drag so no complaints here i definitely recommend this 100 percent. well especially if you just like gross score because there is one scene where it's like holy shit well that's like all it is right that's all terrifier the first terrifier was this is like there's no real story there's there. more of a story here oh really yes okay but like it doesn't matter because the gore is so over the top yeah there's practically no story in the first oh, one. Oh no just, that's why some people don't like it yeah, too, but that's why i love it yeah you know that that's why i love it too it's like yeah that's kind of a shtick is did you just, just, just you want to see a whole shitload of gore anyway go ahead <laughs> Okay, and here's the last movie I'm going to talk about. Okay. Okay, sorry it was so many. No, I'm not. And I promise that like next time I'll have up more newer movies. Like I'm supposed to go see Scream this week, I think, or something. I don't know. Fuck. Right. Oh, we got it. You're going to see Scream 6. Why? I got a gift card. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> um, but hey, look. So but Jason Takes Manhattan was fun. Jason Takes Manhattan is okay. Okay, fuck off. You like him better in space. Have you, Yeah, I do. No, then, I don't. Then in Manhattan? So are we going to get Ghostface in space? Ghostface in space? I don't think so. I don't think that franchise is going to go there, will there? Oh, well, let's hope. Yeah, okay. If you're going to do it, go all the way. No, Jason Takes Manhattan. When was the last time you watched it? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Watch it again, uh, like, you know, one you know, of these I days. I don't think I, I want to. I think I want to live in my fantasy world that I enjoyed it. I saw that one as a kid or as a teenager, and I remembered loving it. And then a year or two ago, I put it on. I was like, yeah, I haven't seen this one forever. <laughs> it's kind of boring. Yeah. He spends like 20 minutes, 10 minutes in, on the subway? In, I know, in Manhattan. Right. right? You no. always got to wait for the train. No, I'm saying like Jason. <laughs> I'm kidding. We only get Jason in Manhattan for like the last little bit of the movie. It's yeah. like the most of it's on a boat. Why do they call it Jason on a boat? Jason takes a boat. <laughs> a ferry ride. Anyway. Anyways, moving on. Moving Jeez. on. I don't even know why I brought that one up. Why would you bring up Jason takes Manhattan? Scream is in New York. Oh, okay. That's what they're going for. I see. I, I have no idea. I haven't been keeping up with that franchise whatsoever. I could care less. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, so um, I watched this movie at my parents' house because, uh, like, if people don't know, like, I don't have my car right now. It's in the shop. So, like, my dad, my stepdad has, like, picked me up a couple times. And I just, like, my mom had surgery, so she can't do anything. So I just, like, go over there and watch stuff with them, uh-huh. which is cool. So uh, this is the 2003 uh, movie called uh, Arachnia, which was straight to video. Arachnia, sounds like Oof. it. Written in, this is why I don't let my dad pick movies at all. It's written and directed by Brett Piper. Um, so when a small research plane carrying a group of science students and their professor crash lands in the middle of nowhere, the survivors go to a nearby farmhouse to look for help, but soon find themselves besieged by giant mutant spiders. <laughs> These things look great. Holy shit. <laughs> this was so bad. It looks like fun, though. Oh. No? Not so bad that it's good, but so oh. bad that I can't believe I sat through this hour and a half movie that felt like it was three hours long. Oh, wow. Okay, so we shouldn't shit on people for having no budgets, but hey, really, he, they really didn't try too hard to hide that. To hide the fact that <laughs> yeah. they had no money. So first off, the research plane, uh, the inside is really just the inside of the back of a cramped van. No seats. Everyone's just <laughs> sitting on the floor. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. That sounds like fun to me. <laughs> you, you would love this. I can you tell. You think so? You yes. think I, I think I would too. Oh, yeah. Dude, early 2000s, like, B-movie horror. I said this on the show before, um, but early 2000s horror, like 2000, 2001, mm-hmm. like really early 2000s. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, it hits the same way that bad 80s movies mm-hmm. hit. It's the same vibe. I definitely could see that yeah. with this, but I was just like, oof, this is just a rough one. Um, and then you have, let's see here, your mandatory standard set of ditzy girls, uh, but these had to be adult actresses, which is totally fine, but like, <laughs> there was a scene where they were in bed together, and then bam, just random lesbian hookup scene nice. with my freaking parents in the room. Nice. So not that nice. <laughs> uh, but you oh, guys, you know, your, my parents are your like... Your parents don't give a shit. Yeah, they're like straight like love them white trash and they're like ha look at this <laughs> and i'm like okay yeah i see them they're boobs thank you <laughs> now for the spiders they were actually done like claymation stop motion yeah um because they would have these zoom out action shots and you could like tell straight away that was that's what it was and i mean like cool that's cool that they went with that uh-huh. um but there was also one scene where two spiders were tearing this guy apart but it was all claymation even the guy like even the, the guy dude was, was a little <laughs> clay figure and it was hilarious that sounds awesome and i don't know if it was intentional but i i want to see this it. movie uh i just love that part anyway so no i mean yeah no. you should watch it because okay. i think you would like it but i, it, I like did it. not like it I but it i also awesome. just like to watch bad movies and then like Um, so i do have one review from a guy named kevin who says i have learned that brett piper movies are not good there is poor writing terrible sound quality awful acting rampant misogyny and little plot beyond let's escape the big monster trying to kill us however there is a creature charm that is making it impossible for me to give anything lower than a two out of five i'm sure there will be one that absolutely disgusts me but until then i will continue to consider them bad but enjoyable of note there is a scene near the end where a woman runs up to her adoptive father and says oh daddy i'm so glad you came yep that happened all right (laughs) and uh yeah that's that that's what i watched all right thanks for listening good work uh i guess how how are you how are you i am good melissa stop acting like you don't care i've been spending like i hang out with you like weekly i know you're here all the time now it's, it's kind of why get, do i say it like that because it's, it's kind of getting i don't know it's kind of getting a little old <gasps> no i'm just kidding wow. <laughs> no do we not just go roller skating I'm like just kidding. We yes were out, we did go roller skating and we had more day. fun than the kids we did actually oh, poor kids oh no they had fun they uh they want to go back they, they just suck at roller skating they just want to get better i was embarrassed, <laughs> you, was embarrassed. <laughs> you little shits take those skates off <laughs> go wait in the car <laughs> No, it was fun. Um, I almost ran over like 8,000 oh little kids. Oh my gosh, they were like <laughs> they were dangerous falling. hazards. Yeah, but no, I'm good. I had a little rough spot too. Not not nearly as rough as some of the stuff that has been happening with you. But Hey, it's I, not a competition. Oh, yes, it is. All right, well, then you're losing. I'm losing <laughs> big time. <laughs> wow, I'll rub it in. Why don't you? Anyway, um, but uh, here's here's why I haven't watched a lot of new stuff. Because you suck. When the podcast went went out, I thought it was gone forever. And like I got this is not to make you feel guilty or anything. You already know this anyway. Like we've already talked about it. Yeah. But I I got really upset because I also lost the band. Like all mm-hmm. of that went away. Like yeah. everything went away all at once. And it this happened like in October. So like October, November, I got really depressed and I was like, I'm not fucking watching horror ever again. Mm-hmm. Like I got really like dramatic and I stopped watching a lot of new stuff. Um, I would watch it here and there because I would get like cravings because like I really love horror, but I'd be <laughs> cravings, like, no, yeah. you can watch this, but you're not watching anything else. Like, I, really, I was really, yeah. really stupid and childish. Um, 
But then I started watching it more and I started accepting everything. And I was like, you know, you can find other things to do. You can have other hobbies. And, and I got over it and I was fine. Um, so then I started watching a lot of like horror that I loved, that mm-hmm. I remember that I hadn't watched in a while. Mm-hmm. Like I watched, I watched almost everything by Stuart Gordon. Oh, yes. I watched like all of the Hellraiser movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like, I don't know, I like rekindled like my love of horror with all those movies that yeah. I just love. I watched Street Trash. I watched Brain Damage. Mm. I watched Basket Case. Like I watched all of like my favorite like gonzo horror movies. Mm-hmm. And then I then I finally I've started watching new stuff again and I'm like back into the you know back into the genre and back into watching movies all the time. Um, but I have a lot of catching up to do for this yes, year. Yes, yes, you do. So I have a list of movies that I'm going to be watching over the weekend. If you'd like to watch along, uh, this weekend I'll be watching Piggy, which just came out. I will be watching uh, Infinity Pool. Oh, you didn't watch that yet? No, I still I seen did. It. I want to watch Pearl. Uh huh. Um, and what's one more I can? I can say follow, obviously no spoilers, but Infinity with. Pool. That's a weird one. Yeah, I heard. Oh, and like no kids. I, I thought you no were, kids yeah, around because it is just lots of yes, nudity. I heard so. it's like a softcore porn. Oh yes. Um, what else was I gonna watch? I don't know. Watch those three with me. I'll probably be reviewing them next week. Um, but yeah, I'm slowly getting back into new movies, and the two movies I have for this week are new movies. Wow, two. That's two. it. Dose. Did you not hear me just review like five? You reviewed three. Megan. Mithrigan. Terrifier. <laughs> I will not say it, Megan, two. anymore. Mithrigan. I will only say Terrifier 2 and oh, Arachnia. Oh. Okay, That's so four, four, bitch. All right. Great job. Wow, I did double the work. I'm not going to sit here and review Brain Damage again. We already did an episode of Plus, it. Plus, oh, if you, you know don't what? know Brain Damage, you know it's what? a fucking phenomenal movie. You know what? I will talk about one movie. Just um, one now? One. And I'm going to bring this up because, um, one, it was the first movie that we ever recorded together. But Amanda and I, Amanda had never really seen it all the way through, but we watched The Loved Ones Ooh, not too long ago because that's I another movie that, that I love. Movie. Okay, so um, I might be different. Uh, drugs affect me differently than they affect other people. Oh, no. But for anyone that like is averse to watching like horror movies high, this is the like if, if, if that's not your thing, especially stay away from this movie and any type of torture porn. So I smoked. I got really, really high. I'm sorry. My kids are... We're at my house now. My I'm like, kids why are, are you whispering? Um, and I, we put that on. I thought it would be fine. I was like, this is cool. Like, all the funny stuff will be... It was not funny. None of the, All the humor for me was gone. What? And it became, like, hyper-realistic to me. And, like, it freaked me out. So it was not finger-licking so good. No. It was not funny. All I could feel were, like, the emotions that this guy must be going through. Like, the horror of what's happening to him. I know. When you watch it sober, you're like, you see all the humor. And you're not, you're not sitting there thinking, like, what if this was happening to me right now? Don't like, worry. No one would like you that much. Huh? Yeah, right? <laughs> no. You are so mean. But, like... It was like I was going through all of the emotions that that oh, kid yeah, was no. going through. You can't and do I was that. like, it was horrifying. Um, still love that movie. <laughs> like, I get that, you know, that's why that happened. Oh, yeah. But, like, I will never, ever do that again. I was so uncomfortable. I forced myself through it, though, because Amanda wanted to see it. And I liked that movie. And I kept thinking, like, it'll get better. Like, it'll wear off. Just like it didn't the whole movie. Wait, does she like it? She's never seen oh, it. Amanda before? loved it. Yeah, she thought it was great. Um, especially the scene where she's carving her name yes. and the heart into his chest. I I've was always wanted to do I that. I was freaking out like this guy. Oh my God. Anyway, 
I just thought I'd bring that up. I thought it would be fun to talk about because it was the first it was the first movie we did yeah. on the podcast. We didn't. Re- we, I think we released it like separately. We like, released it separately because we missed a week, and that was back when we were like, we gotta release every single week. We gotta stay true to our fans. Like we gotta How do you feel about that now? Want. And now I'm like, fuck you guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. You were like, we're not posting we for love eight you. months. I missed talking to people on Instagram. I missed doing the show. I really, really missed it. I was so happy when you said you wanted to bring it back. Yes. I was just like, I can't do it every week because no. my brain is frizzled. Yeah. Frizzle frazzled. No, me too. It's hard. Having a yeah. family and a full-time job. Oh, and a family? Doing, like, <laughs> stop. You have a I'm family? sorry. Stop. I didn't mean I have it a dog. <laughs> you have dogs and cats? You got a very fat cat now. I saw the picture. <laughs> she's huge. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. She was so thin. I don't before. know what the hell. I don't know. <laughs> sure, she's not pregnant? She is not. She's fixed. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Anyway, so yeah, I watched that a while ago, but I wanted to bring it up just because nostalgia and remembering the very beginning of the show when you came over to my house and we talked on the mics like this we thought, because we thought we were being too loud in the mics. And that was at the old place. Yeah, that was at my old apartment on a very different computer, too. Whoa. It's funny listening to those old episodes. I go back sometimes and i listen to little clips from him and cry but no we weren't used to talking in the mics like we are with the headphones and stuff and we're notably talking yes. like very softly <laughs> it's weird but anyway enough about that so i'll go over the two new movies i watched i watched 2023's skinnamarink oh god i did too i did too yeah, that we- was my gateway to Hook up with somebody. I was like, watch this movie and then tell mm. me about it. And then they told me about it. And I was like, all right, I'm coming over. Let's bone. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I think people are going to figure out what happened pretty quick. Uh, Skidamarink, 2023. Two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father is missing. I, don't, I, 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 I didn't know that. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. They should mention that the toilet vanished too yes. at one point. Yeah. Which Where is, did they which go? Which is my favorite part of the movie. And he's like, just like, put a bucket there. <laughs> Smart kid. All right. Uh, so I have a disclaimer before I give my thoughts on this film. I would like to say something about filmmaking and I would like to say something about us as fans having a responsibility for something. Um, oh, I can't wait to hear this. I appreciate filmmakers trying new things and pushing boundaries and even questioning like what is a movie. I like that and I think it's important in filmmaking. And um, I like the fact that he, I really like the fact that he is challenging the collective idea of like what cinema is and what it can possibly right. be. And I really give kudos to this director for being brave enough to make a film like this. Something that he knew like he had to have known like people were not going to like this. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to do it anyway because it's interesting and it's different and it's something new. Is this the nicest thing you're going to say about it? <laughs> if we completely reject experimental movies like this, then we could potentially miss, we could miss whole new genres. We could miss whole new things yeah. in horror and in movies in general if we ignore movies like this. The movies like this shouldn't be ignored. They should be talked about. What was good, what was bad. Um, if we ignored experimental movies... And didn't keep an open mind, we would have never gotten Blair Witch, which I would have been okay with <laughs> Shut for up. that particular movie. But we, if that, if Blair Witch had been ignored and we're like, no, that's different, it's stupid, we would have missed out on, on probably a, a large part of found footage movies. Yep, yep. That movie launched a type of, of genre. And a lot of people loved it. A lot of people thought it was stupid and, and we a gimmick. have a whole and episode on that, huh? Yeah, we do. You can go back and yeah, listen to my thoughts should. on that movie. I am, uh, I am very much in the minority in my thoughts of that mm-hmm. movie. I know. Everyone tells me they agree with me and yes. you're a big poop. That's fine. <laughs> I'll be a big poop. That's fine. Um, 
But yeah, if we ignore experimental films mm-hmm. like this and we just dismiss them as being like, no, that's a different, it's a dumb idea. That's not even a movie. You don't even know what a movie is, do you? If we shut it down like that, we could miss out. This guy could have discovered a new genre, you know, or subgenre. And if we if we ignore that and we shit on it and we don't explore like what was going on, we we could miss out. And I think it's important to keep an open mind. All that being said, I hated this movie and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like the movie either. I did not. I didn't like it. It was here's t- here's oof. my full thoughts on this. Please. Not nearly enough happened. Yes. Um, it's way too long. Uh huh. I get what he was doing though. I get that he was trying to create a nightmare scape mm-hmm. of like what it's like when you're a kid trying mm-hmm. to fall asleep. You have these weird thoughts. You hear the TV in the background. You hear people creaking around and moving. Um, it was all staticky and dreamlike. Um, and some of that worked. Um, at parts, parts of it were kind of effective. Um, mostly towards the end where you got that disembodied voice yeah. that was talking to him. That was creepy. If if it had been more stuff like that, yeah, it, I think it would have worked better. I I didn't like this movie at all. I thought it was incredibly boring. But if he figured out a way for more interesting stuff to happen, I think this could work. I think like a liminal space horror ASMR movie like could potentially work. Yeah, and I think somebody should take this movie as like a blueprint and expound upon it and and make it better because we this could be a new subgenre. If it's done properly, I just don't think it was done properly here. I think this would have worked at like 20 minutes maybe. Yeah. Not an hour. I agree with that. The 100%. fact that it was an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh my, like no, dude. And nothing really happens nothing until 45 happens. minutes in. And even then it's like, like oh, yeah. yeah, you can. Uh, so I hope, I hope somebody expounds on this because I think there was good stuff here. Yeah. Um, but not nearly enough good stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, what else did I have to say? Yeah, staying zoomed in on walls and furniture for an hour and 40 minutes yeah. is not going to make a good movie. Um, so yeah, anyway, I will stay open to this because I'm intrigued by the concept of this type of movie. But as for Skinamarink, it's Skinama Stinks. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot to do puns. I'm going to work on that for next episode. I only did it for this one. Uh, do you know what the word Skinamarink is from? Lamb chalk? I'm top? I don't know. Lamb chalk? <laughs> you don't remember the show no what's it from uh it's from our childhood it is a show called the elephant show yes yeah. my mom my me and my mom apparently i used to sing that song all the time and i loved doing like the yeah, motions. Hand motions yeah i was adorable yeah what happened, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> now i'm fat and old definitely old and mostly annoying um <laughs> the other movie i watched a man and i watched last night oh. uh we saw the new m night Shyamalan offering <sighs> knock at the cabin for the record let me just say that i reviewed the book that it's supposed to be based off of the yes, cabin at the end of the world uh-huh. and i already said like, oh, i don't really care for it right so i'm wondering i would love to okay really hear what well, uh, i'm gonna let you know please. if you can fucking interrupting me okay <laughs> um wait so you weren't all, all sidetracking <laughs> like was. all my shit i was making your segment better okay well <laughs> you're you making possibly, your own segment how, worse how could you possibly make my segment better um <laughs> do you know me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway <laughs> moving on it's bitch. so good to be back yeah i hate uh, it i hate <laughs> I'm it i'm never <laughs> no <laughs> My you depression. know, you're, you're, like, you're yes, sad how we quit. <laughs> you're doing all this just to make me even sadder. It's just, I just want to see you suffer. Yes, you give asshole. me those tears. <laughs> yes. Anyways, tell me about this. There were this. tears. Um, 
Wow. Okay. So Naka's Cabin 2023. They sustain me. They do. While vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert the apocalypse. That's a pretty good synopsis. That is exactly what happens. Um, so unfortunately I can't say a lot about this movie. Oh no. As knowing too much about it going in, it could potentially ruin it. Um, darn, but I already read the book. I will say this, uh, I'll give you a little bit about it. Um, this, this movie is straightforward and for an M night Shyamalan movie, that's unusual. Usually you have like a twist. Yeah. Let me save you. Cause he didn't write Let me save you some frustration that I went through. There is no twist. (gasps) what yeah a man and i watching like so what do you think the twist is gonna be yeah right when's the twist gonna come when are they gonna pull the rug out when are they gonna you know get one over on us (laughs) Uh, never happens and we're like what was the twist did the twist happen where did did it go there's no twist do they leave you up like questioning everything at the end or they actually give you answers no they give you answers oh because in the book there's no answers yeah m night Shyamalan Shyamalan with this movie does not trust his audience at all but i'll get into it okay cool um it's not about a twist in this one. It's more about the way information is doled out and uh-huh. the way the story is doled out. You don't have any idea what's going on in the end, but there's all these clues and breadcrumbs that you can kind of, if you could pick up on it, you can kind of figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's what it was intended. In my opinion, if you pay close enough attention, you can figure out what's going on within like the first 10 minutes. Oh no. Amanda and I had this, now I, I have a, I have a caveat to this because I don't think everyone's going to be able to do this. Amanda and I figured this movie out in that I'm not kidding. The first 10 no, minutes. I believe you. I believe you. And one, that's because in my opinion, one of the one of the, mo- the biggest shortcomings of this movie was just what I said. M. Nat Shyamalan did not trust his audience. Mm-hmm. The clues, in my opinion, and there might be a reason for this, the clues are painfully obvious oh, to no, me yeah. and very apparent and they are not well hidden um, and they're doled out it, like too fast and like, and then... If you didn't get it by the end or in the middle of the movie, there starts to be a lot of like exposition okay. and M. Night Shyamalan like telling you like, this is what's mm-hmm. happening. You guys are too dumb to get this, huh? And like, I really did not like that aspect of the movie. Um, but yeah, it's it's not about a twist. It's about, you know, like, like I said, the mystery and the breadcrumbs. I think that my man and I picked up on it so quickly. One, because we watch a billion movies oh, all yeah. the time and we're always trying to figure out movies like yes, this. Yes, movie connoisseurs. Yes, movie dinosaurs. <laughs> movie, hey, that means we're old. You are. I, yes, Amanda is significantly younger than me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second, that's not true. Significantly. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio got shit on me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. She's like three years younger than yeah, me. Yeah, that's it's, it. I'm yeah. scaring away new listeners. Yeah. Like, this guy's a pedophile. Um, <laughs> Where's the Megan doll? <laughs> that was you. Don't put that shit on me. <laughs> and it's Mithrigan. <laughs> um, I believe that Amanda and I figured this movie out so quickly because uh, we spent our formidable years in the church. And this, oh, yes. this movie is all about the apocalypse mm-hmm. and revelation and like the end times. And I've done, st- I've probably read the book of Revelation in my life like eight times. Oh, and like, light reading. Well, this is, <laughs> this is forever ago. I mean, this yeah. is, I haven't read the Bible itself in like 10 years. And like, this was, you know, but I still remember a lot from it because it was like drilled yeah. in my brain. Um, and I think that's kind of why we got it. Like, I remembered all the verses. I knew exactly what they were doing. Okay. The second I saw a grasshopper. I knew what was oh, happening. Oh, that's from the very like opening yeah, in the book too. It's from the too. very beginning. Yeah. I was like, and then I saw the dudes and people come in and 
immediately we started connecting dots. Mm -hmm. So one, I do think it's too obvious. I think it is easy to figure. If you know anything about the apocalypse, it's easy to figure out. But two, I think we also like, you know, we we were in that for forever. So I think that's why it was easier. Um, We're really not that smart. So Mm -hmm. like. Well, no. No, no. (laughs) We're both kind of dumb, especially me. Um, (laughs) You said it. The one thing I will say, though, he did. I mean, the the clues I thought were too obvious. Um, but he did at certain points make you question whether or not these people mm-hmm. were being for real yeah. or if they were some crazy cult, you know, or if they were some whatever. Yeah. He did blur lines a little bit to where you're like, is this going to be the twist where like none of this is actually real? Which is real? just like crazy to me. Or is it yeah. actually real? Will that be the twist? Like who yeah. knows? So some of that was okay, but it was just, it was too obvious. And yeah, I didn't feel like he didn't have to do that like make it more subtle mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. don't give us so much information stop telling us all the time I hope like you pay let for us this. huh did you pay to watch this we did early access i oh, needed yeah, i needed I something it. new and i wanted and there, i didn't yeah. want to see it so do you recommend that we pay for it well i'm not done yet oh oh um, still got i'm words. almost done uh just got well, i haven't done an actual review yet um so if you couldn't tell from all of that mm-hmm. i'm pretty lukewarm on this movie oh, okay i did find it entertaining it mm-hmm. wasn't a hard watch um a lot of cool stuff happens but I don't think that it did any one thing particularly well. I think it was all kind of, meh, okay, yeah. all right, yeah, all right. Um, the deaths are okay. I'm calling them deaths. I don't even know if you can call them kills. Uh, they're okay. None, none of them were particularly bloody or disturbing or that interesting. Um, the characters weren't all that compelling. They were kind of flat, and I didn't really care about any of them. I kind of cared about the two main characters, the dads. Yeah. Um, you didn't care about the little girl? Uh, I don't know. Ouch. She was not a very good child actor, and like I don't know, I didn't really care. But I, I cared about their family a little bit, not to the point where I was like upset about anything. But I was like, eh, they had some backstory. They had a little bit of depth. Um, you know, it showed some uh, backstory, like the struggles they went through as like you know as a gay couple, like yeah. coming out. I don't know if they were coming out to his, one of his parents or if mm. they were announcing their marriage. But they had this like rough time with his parents, and you know, like being a homosexual in America, like it's, yeah. it's, it's gotta be rough and it's getting scarier and it's getting fucking scarier. Yeah. And so I, I felt them, they were kind of compelling. I do want to address something. I read a bunch of reviews saying that like the, the, their gayness was like forced into the movie. But it's in the book. And I know. And they were pandering and M night Shyamalan was pandering one. It's in the fucking book. Yeah, you the morons. Book, yeah. I read one review in particular was like, what is trying to like, they made this, Whoa, this focal point. Their, their their homosexuality was this focal point and it was forced and it didn't feel natural. It's like, no, you're just an idiot. Like, it, yeah. I, in my opinion, it felt like it was just part of the characters. I thought M. Night Shyamalan handled it fine. It, it didn't feel like it was forced at all. They were showing us that backstory and their struggles, not mm-hmm. to show that, like, they're gay. Yeah. It was to show that, like, they struggled together and it made their love stronger and their love was more pure, which was part of the movie. Like, he had to do that. It was part of the fucking movie. Like, them going through those things together, like, made their love... Okay, I can't. I'm not going to go too far into that because it'll spoil it. Yeah. But, like, I don't see how you could say that it was forced. It was 100% a part of the movie. It had to be. Yeah, and it was a part of the... Like, it was, and it was a part of the book. big thing like, in the book. People so. are so dumb. They're like, stop showing that gay shit down my Seriously. throat. Like, I actually unfriended up. a guy who was like, oh, I was reading a comic book, and it was like ladies and gentlemen and non-binary people and he was like offended that like it said non-binary people like you could just keep reading or you could stop reading but like what is that he's like they're like you know what i don't understand like what does that how does that affect you do you know what i don't understand is like okay 
even if you have that opinion that like, oh, that's immoral or that's not the way God intended it, what makes you so fucking pissed about it? But like also this what person makes said you so like, mad about that it? they don't mind or whatever and they're cool with non-binary people. Oh. So then what the fuck's the problem? So you're a liar. Yeah. You're a homophobic yeah. piece of shit and just say that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like go ahead disagree i don't give a shit but right? why are you but getting like, so mad yes. about it why are you How so does upset it, affect you? it doesn't affect you at all why does it make you so fucking angry yeah people i'll tell you what bastards I, I don't all of them i don't understand anyway i just wanted to address that really quick if you're worried about that one like stop it and two stop it's it. it's part of the movie and it's part of the book all right let me finish up here um they also have these little news segments that come off as painfully pay- like fake mm-hmm. and poorly yeah. produced which kind of makes you suspicious yeah. as to whether this stuff is really happening. But they could have done a better job with them, I thought. Anyway, uh, like I said, I'm pretty lukewarm on this movie. I thought it was okay. I thought there was some stuff to like. Um, oh, I did want to address one last thing in this movie. And then we can get to Maniac 1980. Um, the Adventures of Frank Zito, <laughs> a.k.a. Scalpy McScalperson. Um, <laughs> Dave Batista. He's so hot, right? He is super hot. Uh-huh. Very good looking guy. Yes. He's a mountain, Buffy mountain, mountain of a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Yo, I I guess I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Why? I feel like I'm losing my mind because everyone's like, Dave Bautista did such a great yeah, job in this like, movie. Yeah, they're like, he's the best wrestler turned actor. And I'm like, excuse me, The Rock exists. How fucking dare you? But like, he's not a good actor. His acting in this was like... I don't know. It was, it was a little stilted. Yeah. Like, because he's in Glass Onion and he's like a little stiff in that too. And like, and he's like, yeah, he's not showing emotion properly and it's weird. I don't think he's a good actor at all. Oh. And he keeps coming on and like patting himself on the back like, yeah. no, these other wrestlers want to be an actor like I do. Yeah. Like, I want to be a real actor. Shut up, man. You're not a good actor. Damn. The only reason... That you that you are acceptable. I hope he Batista bombs you through a table. Oh yeah, I would never say this to his face. <laughs> I would if he Batista bombs me. You're, you're a great actor, Mister <laughs> Batista, sir. You're my favorite. Oh, Drax is amazing. Oh, please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember him in Army of Army of the Dead? Yeah, I, I don't. He like was movie, terrible yeah. in that movie. I thought a lot of people were terrible in that movie. Oh yeah, that movie sucked. Except yeah, but- what's his name? Who did we like in that movie? The, the German dude. Yes, Dieter. Ah, Dieter, yes. Yeah. We like Dieter. And then the one chick who died. And then the one, that one girl who died. Uh, yeah, no, because he's also, like I said, Batista's in Glass Onion, and it's like, yeah. he's like stiff in that too. Is that the Knives Out story? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just, um, I'm, I'm not getting it. I'm not picking up on it. I, so I, thought, like, I thought his yeah. acting in this was... I didn't think it was terrible. I think I said it was terrible, but I, I, don't, I don't mean it was terrible. It just wasn't good. And people saying that it was like so good. I'm like, what movie were you watching? How was Rupert Grant? He's w- the redhead. Oh, he was great. Yeah. Everybody else. M. Night Shyamalan loves him. He's in Servant. Oh, is he? Yeah. Every, oh, every, one of my first crushes. Everybody else in that movie was great. They all acted well. I thought Dave Bautista was just awful. Who was better, Dave Bautista or the kid actor? Dave, Dave Bautista. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say he was better than that child actor. That child actor sucked. But she did her best, and oh. she was adorable. Yeah, so. she tried. Yeah. Imagine, so just imagine her listening to this review, just like sobbing. <laughs> Suck it up. So wait, do you think that Get people good. should spend the money to rent this? I do not think that you should spend the money to rent this. it was like 20 doll hairs, right? But yeah, but when it's streaming, I think it's worth checking out. Okay. If you're a huge M. Night Shyamalan fan too, no, it, it'll be... Yeah, absolutely I, fucking not. I am like 50-50 on him. His are... He, Servant's good. I'll give him that. That's no it. other director, in my opinion, has such a like p- 
polarizing catalog. Yes. Like his movies either suck bad yeah. or they're amazing. And it's like half of them are amazing and a half of them suck, dude. Devil's like the like one of the worst we saw that in theater. That movies. Like Turn on the lights. Amanda uh, and I say that like all the time. Glass Glass was horrible. Ooh, you think so? Oh, Glass made me palpably angry. <laughs> okay. I was so mad at that movie. Anyway, that's the end of my review. Wow, uh, that was good. Uh, thank you. Wow, you said something nice about me. That was good that it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. You're such a bitch. Thanks. Anyway, I got to go put my kids to bed, and then yes. we will talk about Maniac 1980. We're coming for you, Frank Zito. Greasy McGreaserson. Greasy McGreaserson. Scalpy McSalperson. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back. <laughs> Hey freaks, first and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. This is the trailer for Maniac 1980. I don't know why I said it like a uh, monster truck rally announcer. Voiceover or no voiceover? Do we get a voiceover? <gasps> yeah, of course. This is 1980. Maniac. Do you just say maniac the whole time? Oh, this is a short ass trailer. Maniac. <laughs> and we just dancing. Like. But you can't lock the madman out of your mind. Oh no, wait a second. Wait, what? How do, what does that have to do with this movie? Huh? He's inside of us the whole time. Side of our butts the whole time. <laughs> All right. He's right in there, maniacing it up. <laughs> Scal- Gotta do pay extra for butt stuff. Scalping buttholes. Ooh. That doesn't make any sense at all. Oh. Six images from Melissa Deeple I have received. Changed my name. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Forgot. Melissa Default's dead. From Melissa Slater. <laughs> Melissa A.C. Slater. It will tear the life out of you. Your butt hole. <laughs> All right. Oh, what's this little music here? Ooh. Oh, this is the... Ooh, this is the, the trailer this, music. Uh, this trailer was brought to you by Screen Kids. Butts. <laughs> but, okay, butts. Boop, oh, we're listening boop, to this. Okay. We're listening to all this. Boop, this is part of the trailer. Boop, we have to finish boop, it. <laughs> Maniac. I know you're just joking. That's pretty good. That was legit. No, that's not. Um, do you want me to hit you with anything? I would like you to uh, uh, scalp me with that synopsis. Wow, good one, buddy. No, not uh, really. It's a, it's one sentence. Here you go. It was just off the top of my head. Yes, literally. <laughs> but yes, uh, sh- bam. <laughs> <laughs> spit on my microphone. <laughs> Okay, a psychopathic man goes on a killing and mutilation spree in New York City. There you have it.
There was, you go. That was boring. I didn't write it myself. All right. Oh, we do initial thoughts first. Oh. Initial thoughts. Uh, do you go first or I go first? You know what? It's been so when long. When was the last? Who went first last time? Someone tell us. What was the last movie we did? Fuck. Oh, Blood and Black Lace. Or was it Arachnophobia? No, it was Blood and Black Lace was the last one. We did do one of those movies. Yeah, we uh, we Just bailed like on Geology July. July. <laughs> oh, we're doing, we are redeeming Geology July this July though. We'll see. Pending you don't quit the podcast. <laughs> it depends. You gotta be nice to me. I will be I get nice. to be mean to you though. That's okay. I can take it. Where are you taking it's, it? It's probably, I probably deserve it. <laughs> Stop. Nobody loves me. No, um... Initial thoughts. I'll let you go first. Oh, what a gentleman. Yes, I know. Okay. Um, so for people who don't know, like, you know, we've seen a lot of movies. I've been desensitized. Oh, now you know. Sorry. Oh, cool it, Biggie. Um, <laughs> cool, cool it, Biggie. <laughs> so That's your catchphrase. For some reason, the Maniac movies, every time I've watched them, they just freaked me out so much and skewed me out and just grossed me out. Like more than just like a disgusting, gory like movie like for some reason this just gets under my skin yeah and i feel like most of the time i did have to do with like the added drinking when i watch it so like oh, watching maybe. it this time it yeah. wasn't as bad but still i was like oh no i ain't leaving the house and oh we have we have completely opposite alcohol effects that's completely i guess different. yeah it more desensitized i can handle more when i'm drinking i can handle more guts and blood and gore when i'm drinking like no nothing way. bothers me i'm like yeah fucking awesome no, I had to like turn this off. I remember the last time I watched it really? when I was still drinking. Oh, that's, yeah, I, that's interesting. And now I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Is so, very <laughs> initial thoughts. This movie still fucking grosses me out. Um, okay. I love it. I love like this whole like 80s, like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's just the 80s, bright red blood the, uh, that they give you. The, and the, you love the 80s? I do love the 80s. Okay. So, yeah, mostly. You like bright, lead, bright, bright red blood? That they're That's giving. hard to say. Bright red blood. Bright red blood. Uh, you know, it's just <laughs> different than it is now. Uh, uh, no, I, okay, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Maybe I don't. <laughs> and, uh, enough with you. Uh, so en- it's <laughs> enough with you. Sound like a, like a witch. Enough with you. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> no, there's not much to say there. The movie still creeps me out. I love it. It's okay. very entertaining. Yeah, and the kills are... Awesome. I will say they are awesome. And uh, yeah. All right. Please proceed. Now you can hear from someone who has organized their thoughts on this movie. I did. And then you <laughs> like just... I'm sorry. All right. You can do it to me. Just keep interrupting me. All right. Burger. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. What? My initial thoughts. <laughs> I'm <kidding>. Please. <laughs> My initial thoughts. Get it I, together. I also love this movie, but I think I love it for completely different reasons than you do. Because uh, you not want lying. to scalp and mutilate I agree. Women. I agree with you that this movie is disturbing and mm-hmm. it's really gritty and gross and, oh, yeah. s- and, s- and skeevy. Mm. And, it, and it does creep me out in that way too. Um, but it's also, in my opinion, it's not just some simple like shallow slasher. Um, our killer Frank has Frank Zito. <laughs> Frank Zito! Has all kinds of depth and backstory to his character. It's very well written. People, I don't think people realize like how everyone looks at this movie as this like, it's like oh it's gross and he's just trying to gross you out. Oh it's yeah, violent. no. It's like violent for no reason. There's backstory. Like, yeah. No, like I I know this is a straight up horror movie, mm. but there's a ton of layers in this movie, and I have to say way way deep down. At this movie's core, it's less of a horror movie, in my opinion, and it's more of like a tragedy. Uh, no. Like a tragedy. 
Well, listen, hear me out. The more I watch it, the more I feel... I think we've listened to enough for you. <laughs> but I'll hear you out this time. Okay. The... Wait, hold on. Now go. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Every time I watch this, it makes me... Horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no? <laughs> that was really funny. Oh, um, no, not, not, not horny. It makes me more and more sad, which is actually a feeling I get when I get horny. <laughs> same um it makes me sad like it really like we won't talk i'm not going to talk about it here we'll talk about it later Mm -hmm. uh, when we get into the movie and spoilers and stuff but the reasons that he's killing people they're gut-wrenching like the stuff that happened to him and the reasons behind his murder spree it's very sad yeah it's sad he didn't go to therapy I don't think they were big on therapy i don't care we can't be like oh we're sorry we're gonna kill some people get out of here you don't think so? Hit the road. No. You don't think that this is sad like a little bit? Like it's like tragic? <laughs> I don't think of it like that. I just no. think of it as a straight horror film. Maybe Sorry. I've seen it too many times. Maybe I'm overthinking it. It is. A, I, I'm saying it is, a straight up, it is a straight up horror movie. But if you think... Uh, okay, I guess I'll say this. If you think too much about the movie... <laughs> which unfortunately we have to do sometimes. Right. And which I was watching it this time. And I was like, man, I really feel bad for this guy. Like he's really in a lot of pain. And I maybe that's taking it too far but anyway that's how i feel this movie kind of it it skis me out it creeps me out it's disturbing but it also has this quality that makes me like genuinely sad that's all i'm trying to say um i think frank spinell and carolyn monroe did an awesome job in this movie Mm -hmm. i think the effects are great tom savini killed it once again fucking Um, yes oh by the way carolyn monroe is one of the most beautiful women i think a lot of the women in this film are just absolutely beautiful they all pale in comparison to she is very beautiful she is one I uh, I find I think that she is one of the most attractive women that ever lived. Okay. She is so gorgeous to me. Like, uh, she makes... I don't know what I was going to say there, but uh, I like her. You uh, lo- The I kills like are great. You. Extremely like dark, creepy, disturbing, blah, 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 all the stuff that you said. Probably overthinking the sad part, but yeah. I don't know. I still feel that that it's kind of tragic what, what this guy went through. Anyway spoilers ahoy hoy oh boy boy! Uh, it's so good to hear oh boy boy again that, that was that was weird thing to say wasn't yes it? <laughs> but you like what you like and you like oh boy boys oh boy <laughs> <laughs> i like those oh boy boys <laughs> uh new segment before we get started oh, into the no. frightening facts this is a surprise surprise for all of us parents guide Oh, <laughs> as a parent, that's good. As a parent, you need to know before showing your kid maniac what they're in for. <laughs> Ooh, do not show your kid. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll learn. Okay. Right. So here, there's a couple of categories. We've got sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs and smoking, frightening and intense scenes. All the stuff you don't want your kids wow, to see. Wow, I love this. Please, uh, so, enlighten us. Okay, I will. Sex and nudity is mild. 29 out of 60 found this mild. Um, I kind of disagree i would there not some boobies it. well the uh, we had one entry a woman changes her clothes and then gets into a bathtub her breast buttocks and a glimpse of her pubic hair are briefly visible oh that was, my that goodness was weird that they pointed out you her pu- pubic hair well it's the 80s you gotta have like a patch right all right so uh sex and nudity mild violence and gore severe no let's go through one? the list a woman's throat is slit and her boyfriend has a wire wrapped around his neck. Cutting it open, lots of blood is shown. 
Mm. A man strangles a woman to death with his bare hands. She's then graphically scalped with a knife. Some mm. blood is shown. Some. Some. Yeah. Not all. But some. Not all the blood but is shown. But wait, there's more. Uh, a man is shot in the head with a shotgun in close range and his head explodes. Oh, the same gosh. happens to his female companion. That man is Tom Savini. Pretty graphic with lots of blood. That pretty man, graphic. A woman is stabbed in the back with a small sword with piercing. Could you imagine doing this for Terrifier? Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> it would be it would be that'd be the whole hour show. It's severe. <laughs> it's very severe. A woman stabbed in the back with a small sword with piercing. Uh, a man stabs a woman in her stomach with a knife and blood comes pouring out. She is then scalped mostly off screen. Some blood is shown. <laughs> A man's arm is slashed with a shovel. That would be our boy Frank Gazzito. Blood splashed out. A man hallucinates that he is being attacked by his murder oh, victims. His stomach oof. is stabbed with a machete. His arm is cut off and his, his head, head is ripped graphically off. ripped off. Beautifully. Lots of blood. Yes. Oh, and, not just some. Uh, and some gore. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Lots of blood, some, but some gore. They ripped his head off on screen. Some gore. Unfortunately, not for real, though. Severe amounts of gore. Profanity? Mild. Oh. Bitch is used once. <gasps> I well, I've never. <laughs> I never. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking. This is one for Maniac and possibly letting your kids watch it. None. No alcohol. <laughs> yes. This movie doesn't forget, have any alcohol Forget and drugs. the violence, but there's no alcohol and drugs. This is my favorite one, though. Frightening, intense scenes. Severe <laughs> because of this. The main character acts very creepy throughout this movie. When he's not killing people, his actions are unsettling. The scenes where he interacts with the mannequins are weird oh they're weird <laughs> all right okay all right uh um uh i think uh that was I, amazing i think the jury is in uh the verdict is in i don't believe that you should let your children no, watch maniac i do not if unless you, have, you just don't give a if fuck. you have kids don't let them watch this movie and if you don't have kids like me do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Frightening facts. Oh, that's freaking favorites. Wow. Frightening facts. Wow, what a beautiful voice. Yeah, I wonder who that is. Some bitch. Could be you. Some bitch. Um, crew and cast. This is me again, and I'll let you go with some frightening facts. Yes. Director William Lustig. Lustig. Uh, Mani- who he uh, also directed Maniac Cop, all like all Ooh, three. Oh yeah, of them. yeah. Uh, he just uh, likes the word maniac. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, I didn't. I I vague. I vaguely remember that he directed those movies. Those movies are great. All th- oh yeah. All three of those movies. I've are only great. seen the first one though. I've seen all three like a couple of times. Wow, show they, off. They are great. Um, it's because I don't spend any time watching new shit. I just watch old shit. <laughs> wow, over you've seen and over all three again. Maniac Cops. How are you not swarming and pussy? <laughs> Jesus, cool guy over here. I tried to tell Amanda, I was like, yo, I just watched Maniac Cop 3 again. And she's like, I got Come a on. headache. I got a headache. Come on. That's like the fifth time. Isn't that impressive? Doesn't that like do anything? And I just hear her like, <laughs> it all just dries up. <laughs> oh my God. That's what happens when I tell her that. <laughs> Sometimes I really do say like, do you think it's cool that I know that? She's like, no, no, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Go to the gym. Oh, she doesn't say (laughs) that. No, she doesn't say that. She's very nice. (laughs) She'll be like, no, that's really nice. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. And then she texts me like, my husband's a moron. My husband's a nerd. (laughs) And I'm like, I know. Um, he also acted in a bunch of, we're still talking about William Lustig. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also acted in a bunch of films, including Dark Man and Army of Darkness. I have a, I think that he was good friends with Sam Raimi. That's cool. That makes and, sense. And Tom Savini. And oh, they, yeah. they're all like, yeah. Yeah. He the orgies. Part of that crew and yeah. the orgies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the famous orgies yes. you can read about. In, infamous orgies. <laughs> a lot of people died in those orgies. 
Uh, C.A. Rosenberg wrote the screenplay, and also Joe Spinell wrote oh, the screenplay. Eh. Eh? Our fella. Our fella. The cast. We have Joe Spinell as the uh, titular maniac. Frank Zito. Frank Zito. <laughs> uh, he was in a ton of movies. Yeah. Uh, he was mostly a char- character actor, but he was in some big movies. He was in Taxi Driver. He was in Rocky and Rocky 2, and he was in The Godfather 2. But and he, he was, died like yeah, he, nine years after yeah, this. Yeah, he died. Out. He died kind of er, yeah. early, right? Yeah. He, he wasn't that old. I think it was a heart attack or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He was... Unhealthy. Yeah, look, kind of looked unhealthy. Um, but yeah, he was in a lot of those those mob movies and gangster yeah. movies because he's Frank Zito. Yeah, but he looks like he has that classic like gangster look, yes. and he carries himself like that way. And like, yeah, he probably would have been on The Sopranos, eh? Maybe he was. No, oh no, he was he was dead by then. Yeah, yeah. but he would have been. And the goddess of the screen, Carolyn Monroe. She's still doing stuff. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's, she's still doing stuff. Yeah. Um, but she's no stranger to horror. She was in Slaughter High. Yeah. Which, which we still haven't done. We watched it and took notes, but then we never did the movie because my I, all my shit was bad back then. Uh, she was in a movie. She was in the last horror film, also with Joe Spinell, mm-hmm. and she was in Faceless and the Abominable Doctor Phoebes. She also worked with Joe Spinell uh, on Star Crash, a movie called Star Crash, wow. which uh, Mystery Science Theater did. Okay, so not good. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's entertaining. It's really, really cheesy. Yeah, it's it's a terrible movie. <laughs> But it's fun, you know, like it's really fun to watch. Um, all right. Uh, Abigail Clayton, Kelly Piper, Rita Montone, Tom Savini as, yeah, as Disco, Disco Boy. Hyla Maro as Disco Girl. Uh, James L. Brewster, Linda Lee Walter, Tracy Evans, Street Hooker. They haven't changed those. That should say Street Sex Worker. You're That's right. Offensive. Yep. Sharon Michelle, Second Nurse. Yeah, she's the one who was like, oh, I can give you a ride home. And the first nurse was like, no, I'll take the subway. Okay, even though there's a freaking killer out there, say, you I, dumb bitch. Oh, 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 the one in the, the subway. Yeah. She's the, no, yeah, yeah. But she's the second one who was going to give a ride. Who took the taxi? Yes. Carol Henry. Nelia Backmeister, who played Carmen Zito, his mother. Oh. His, uh. Mama. Ugh. Louis Jowitz. Jowitz. Denise Spagnuolo. Uh, Billy Spagnuolo. You know you're not like a main character when your name is just your name. Yeah. Denise and Billy. Yeah, I think I'm done. Okay. All right, uh, we got one, two more things. Uh, budget was 350 million. It grossed 10 or 350 thousand. It grossed 10 million. This movie was a pretty big success. Uh, and it was released wide scale in the United States on March 6th, 1981. I can't believe it was that big of a success be- just because you know how some people react to these kinds of things. Right. Well, we're gonna find out in the trivia like how they made this movie successful because you're right you wouldn't think you'd think that this movie would get buried because of the subject oh, matter no, yeah. and the time but we'll read an interesting fact that uh, oh, i'll just read it now um the original uh, whoa buddy words the, this is why the movie was never given a rating hey, i wrote this one down okay then i'll let you go do okay. that one first okay i'm done talking all right so let me give you some frightening facts start with that one okay the movie was never giving giving given a rating by the mpaa the filmmakers knew it would receive the dreaded x rating for the violence and gore contained and simply refused to submit it for any review <laughs> so badass at the, yes, so it fucking is, badass because at the time it was easier to, for unrated films to be shown in theaters than x-rated ones due to the latter always being seen even if as in this case inaccurately as pornographic yep i thought that was great yes I what was a like, badass they're just like fuck you mpaa we'll do whatever 
we want. Oh, why are some facts? I think just like William Lustick was kind of just like that. Lustick. Lustick. Because him and Joe Spinell uh, say they didn't always have the necessary permits to film on location yeah. uh-huh. in New York. And certain scenes, including the infamous shotgun through the windshield scene, had to have been filmed quickly. And afterwards, the crew had to <laughs> run away before the cops arrived. <laughs> what? Dude, that's like that's like guerrilla filmmaking. I it love that. It's so great. I love it too. Okay. More facts. The dummy used for the exploding head this is my scene. Favorite one. I love this, yeah. Had been used extensively by Tom Savini for effects in Dawn of the Dead from, you know, 1978. After its use in this film, it was so saturated in fake blood and gore that it was decided to retire the dummy, which Tom had named Boris. According <laughs> to Savini, the dummy was locked in the trunk of the car used in the shotgun scene and sunk in the East River. That's so great. That's crazy. It's probably still there, right? It has to be, right? Let's go. Dude, let's go find yeah. let's go find the dummy. Well, I can't swim for let's shit. Go find but let's Boris. do it. I can't believe that he doesn't like have it somewhere. He could have just like auctioned it off. I don't think he was thinking that way when he was making all these movies. That's fair. He was like Tom Savini was like a fucking cowboy. Like I heard he's not very nice either. Oh really? Yeah. I've heard the complete I heard people opposite. who meet him at conventions say he's a meanie. Really? A Tom Savini's a Tom meanie. I haven't heard that. Savini. I've read that he was a he is a delightful. Yeah, man. I think it's like a bit of both, but I don't know. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't meet people because it's it's, a, it's weird. Makes you nervous? No, it's just like you're a normal person. What am I fangirling about? I would only fanboy. I would only go crazy over a handful of people. I would go crazy over Jeffrey Coombs or mm. Combs. Sorry, we have a friend named Justin Combs. Oh, Coombsies. Yeah. And every time I see that name, but uh, no, I I would. I would gush over Jeffrey Combs for 100%. I've seen him in so many episodes or so many episodes, so many interviews yeah. and like listen to him on commentaries and like just he's such a wonderful person and he's so funny. Well, it could still happen. There are conventions that he does go to. Jeffrey Combs marry me. <laughs> Don't tell your wife. <laughs> um, I have or my wife. <laughs> one more. Secret lovers. <laughs> <laughs> the film's distributor, distributor, distribu- distributor, distributor. <laughs> you guys know I don't do words. Yeah, uh, you remember, right? Distrib- you remember that. <laughs> distributor had who a. Could for- <laughs> who could forget the infamous yes? yes. <laughs> she ruined the word yes, folks, with yes. Yes. Bringing it back. Uh, had a unique campaign to support its release in New York. Many screen kiosks were set up in front of theaters that were showing the film in 1980 that had several minutes of uncut footage, including gory murders. However, the gory camp- murders, the campaign, not gory murders. <laughs> the campaign backfired when Gene Siskel of Siskel and Eber, right? That, oh, yeah. that swat waffle uh-huh. condemned it on both his regular no. TV reporting yeah. and at the movies, leading to a backlash against the film's violence and the cancelis- cancelization cancelization cancelation cancelation wow it's funny because i thought you were right i was like yeah cancelization like wait a second no it's wow we got a new one folks cancelization cancelation of plans to have the kiosks used in such major markets as chicago and los angeles and oh my gosh we're going to have to start putting all the words i can't pronounce onto a shirt i think that's a great idea i want yes on a shirt yes uh, yeah, so that's what I got. I, for want, fr- I want a picture of a tall glass of milk with the word yes going oh, across God. the top. Not milk. Well, that's like our, that's like our uh, running gags. Um, <laughs> Anyways, do you have anything you'd like to add? No, that was pretty much all I had. We need to get to the movie. We are, we're going really long. Oh, yeah, we're going long. <laughs> You're so dumb. I'm like totally not going to text this person and say, you up? You up? You down to fuck? You DTF? I might. Are you saying that? 
No. Who is it? <laughs> name names. No. Give addresses. <laughs> what if they listen? They don't listen. They got too much ego. Uh, that's why I'd be fist bumping titties. Oh, <laughs> that guy. Okay. Stop ah, it. <laughs> sorry. Don't say that guy. What guy? I didn't say that guy. <laughs> why can't I say that guy? What if he does listen? No, please don't listen. Okay. <laughs> All right. No one has any idea what we're talking about. Uh, Spookcifics. What do we have to say about this movie specifically? Oh, yeah. I just wrote down a bunch of stuff because we stopped doing what we like, what we don't like. We just going for yeah, it. Yeah, we just go back and forth. I'm going to go first this time, though. Okay. I guess it's about you. Um, uh, the opening scene is fucking great. They get right to the stalking and killing. Some The POV scenes, which... Yes. Which the remake picked up on. The that remake were, like did it for they, the whole yeah, movie. They did it for a, a lot of the, the movie. The whole movie. Because they realized like, th- I, in my opinion. I call it Jaws vision. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, like Jaws that. a shark has that. I call it dead eye vision. All right. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the POV stuff is great. I honestly, if you're going to, if you're going to knock this movie for anything, it's that they didn't pick up on how creepy that shit yes, was. Yes. And they should. Yeah. I feel like that should have been more. But they definitely movie. did the whole movie on the remake. They did it. The, the whole remake. Time. They did it. Like you don't lot. even see the character unless he's looking in a mirror. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah, Almost the whole movie. Yeah. But yes, you're right. The first killing was within the first minute and 49 seconds on yeah, this movie. We get two bloody kills. Like yes. two great bloody kills. We so get him heck stalking. Yeah. It's Do creepy. that murder. It's creepy right off the bat in the yep. first two and a half minutes. And then we made our, meet our killer. Like after the after the second dude's murdered, it cuts to him. Oh, I just said. Whoa. Cuts to him in the down. room like screaming. In yeah. that, and it's like, maniac. What a fucking great opening. The very first time I saw this, uh, which was... I'm going to say high school. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I was hooked immediately. I was like, oh, man, this movie's different. Like, this movie's going to mm-hmm. be awesome. And it was. And I love, I just love the opening sequence. It's one of the best opening sequences in horror, I think. Oh, no, it's great. I absolutely agree. Like, that was, I definitely wrote that down, too. Yeah, I love the so opening. It's so fucking good. But I will say I did find one of my only complaints is I thought the score was irritating in some places. Oh, okay. Like, Maybe when he kills places. that second, that second person the guy on the beach with the wire uh-huh. i thought it was so loud for some reason the score over top of that one murder i was like okay, okay. chill out i didn't i don't remember noticing that but most of it it was pretty good and that classic like you Maybe know your tv sucks no you see my tv it's awesome and i got surround sound it is nice and you do have surround sound yeah so suck my nuts <laughs> you have nuts yeah surprise can i have some they're like cashews <laughs> <laughs> well, you really suck on nuts though you like chew them up and they're well, like salty and stuff you know i, I, I don't understand i know what you're about. into I don't, can you draw me a picture? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Aww, laughs> bring it back. Yeah, bring yes. it way back. I still have a picture in my fridge of like <laughs> a diagram of some I was, <laughs> like I was, a penis that I you was, drew. I was drunk and I was well, in. Oh, my Star Wars stationery. It was when I, I think it was when I was going back to school. for Like I wanted to go to the medical field or to whatever. To prove that you're no fool. Right. Uh, and I, I was... I was explaining sex. I was like doing yes. like sex ed and I drew this stupid little picture with yes. little boobies. <laughs> I still have that. We need a picture of that for okay. the Instagram. I will definitely take a picture and send it to, to you. I'm going to censor all. <laughs> <laughs> We're going right. to frame it. Anyways, moving on from the side traction, buddy. Okay. Um, okay. I want to talk about... <laughs> this is so stupid. I want to talk about the opening dialogue with two sex workers. Oh my gosh. The ultimate... <laughs> A hundred dollars is reasonable. This is very reasonable. The one is talking about how her last dude wanted the ultimate. 
She, he, she says, and I quote, you should have seen what his idea of the ultimate was. This guy had something that was new even on me. Oh. What the fuck is she talking about? I want to know. And why, it's 1980s, did, so things are different. The other girl clearly didn't know what she was talking about either. Yeah. Why didn't she inquire? Yeah. What was the ultimate? We don't know, but we know what's reasonable. It's only $100. And then our killer shows up, and she offers him an around the world yeah, so what for is 100 that? Is that sex? Or for $100, the ultimate. More sex. What is the ultimate? Maybe it's butt stuff. What is around the world? Well, I need to know what these Maybe terms mean. Maybe she does a handstand. Are these normal sex worker things? I don't know. It's 1980. I really need to know what they are because they sound exciting and I want Amanda to do them. What? To me. Oh, okay. <laughs> what well, did you just mean to, to do them to Jenna in general? <laughs> like, I want her, I want to pimp out my wife, so I need to know what these terms are. Oh my God. <laughs> I need to know these terms. I'm trying to get into the terminology. You can't find this shit online. All right, so guys. I- if you know what the ultimate is or what around the world is, why don't you let us know? I feel like around the world is just intercourse. But we what's will, the ultimate? Honestly, we will take speculation. Oh, heck what, yeah. What exactly it is. I'm going to post something about that. I don't need to write this down. Yeah, write it down, pal. All right. I just thought that was really funny. You, <laughs> you can go. Okay. Anyway, so we like skipped over how like absolutely gross Frank Zito is. Yes. Um, disgusting. Obviously, he's skeevy. And like... Obviously, we're not going to talk too much about the remake, but like with Elijah Wood, he's not as like, Joe Spinell. Joe Spinell is not gross and and like that. No, he's not. Finally, we're talking about the character. In the movie, they make him like. He is made to be gross. Yes, he's like extra greasy and sweaty all the time. And he's got like a Ron Jeremy-ish vibe to him, which is not. Dude, I didn't even pick up on that. He does. It creeps me out. Um, And also, he's so sweaty all the time, like I said, in his room with all his dolls. It's not weird at all. Dude, totally normal. Yeah. completely normal totally normal to have dolls with women's scalps in their in your room on them i mean live a little that's just spruce it up spruce it's feng shui or whatever Uh, anyway so yes i did want to touch on that like they just purposely made him Really gross. Really gross. Like pimply and, well, did a good and job sweaty. Because he's and fucking creepy. In this so movie. like just all around you're like, even if he's not doing these weird things and having inner monologue, dialogue, whatever, he's still just like off-putting. It's, that's a very good word. It's very off-putting. Yes. Like I'm definitely going to cross the street if I'm walking near him. Sorry. Yeah. This is a. I just imagine he'd be like one of those dudes with a trench coat that's like, ah, here's my dick. So, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah, he has that to- totally <laughs> he has has that, that vibe. vibe. Yeah, yeah. Ah, ah, look at that. I gotta show dick. it to the Laker girls. Um, <laughs> did, did you, do you get this? Have no. you ever seen that movie? No. Uh, there was a Steve Martin movie um, called Both. Have you ever seen Bowfinger? Nope. And um, uh, Eddie Murphy plays this character. Who's, he has a lot of mental illness, and he's a really, really super famous actor named Kit. I, I want to say Kit Ramsey, but his whole thing is like he, he's like, I gotta show it to the Laker girls. Oh my! Like that's it, and his yeah. therapist is like trying desperately to. I, I don't know. I'm talking about this movie. That yeah. Wow. Side traction. You want a good comedy to watch? It's, it's a good one. Back to the prostitutes. Back um, to the prostitutes. Let me just say, you know, the sex workers. That girl, the one that he does go with, those purple shorts. Oh my God, I need them. She was hot. The yeah. whole, I think all the women in this movie are hot. Yeah, there's is, something so different about like. Which is strange for an '80s movie. <laughs> and I don't think so because there's just something about like more simple beauty that like the standards yeah. now are too insane. Everyone's got to look like a Kardashian, have those filters and yeah. all this lip filler I'm not and stuff. I'm going to disagree with you. So I think like I it's like just some of those nice. looks though. <laughs> I just think it's nice to have these like sim- more simple, beautiful women. But anyways, I thought her outfit was so amazing, and I need them. They were just like some cute little hot shorts. Yeah, in purple, cool. dude. Get them. 
Yeah. And then also, uh, let me just say... Um, and then we can exploit you for this, this podcast. Not just... <laughs> I'm I've you know how I post pictures let's do it yeah all right let's get all the <laughs> you know like with the, all the creepy guy listeners <laughs> just kidding <laughs> you better say that what we don't have any creepy guy listeners <laughs> <laughs> anyways so like the com- if you're listening it's not you no we love you <laughs> we love all you creepy guys <laughs> <laughs> so just it's kidding. with the ultimate and around the world she also says like later when she's in bed with Frank there's more than one way to skin a cat and I know she's referring to something sexual, but I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know. I have no idea. Also, like, she kisses him on the mouth a lot. I thought that was something sex workers didn't do. Oh, I don't know. I thought I was always under the impression they didn't do that, that it was too intimate and it was too personal. Yeah. You don't kiss on the mouth? No. Not with my <laughs> sex workers, anyway. <laughs> what am I with your wife? Certainly not. Not, not with my wife, no. <laughs> not at all. I've seen what she does with that mouth. <laughs> what? what i'm calling the police for sure all right okay so look oh oh i had something about that too okay please um when we're still talking about the opening scene when he strangles the first sex worker to death i never noticed this and yes. i don't know if you picked up on it either but while he's strangling her her face changes into what i can only imagine is the face of his mother oh i didn't notice did you, it's no. the fir- i've seen the, I, this is probably the 10th time i've seen this now man i did not and notice i that. just picked up on it and i was like i was watching it close because i'm like oh, doing it for the podcast pay attention and i saw it i was like whoa, whoa, whoa what what happened yeah i never noticed i don't think you noticed because she she has i'm pretty sure she has the same color hair okay and yeah. she looks a little bit similar, but her I rewound it like three times. Yeah. Her face, it, she definitely oh, changes into another person. I had person. no idea. And that's the first clue that like this guy is mm-hmm. killing his mother. Something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. So observant. Yeah, it's like me... you were watching it to review it. Oh, like I was. Uh, <laughs> so he kills Tom Savini. Wow. And, and Tom Savini. <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> I don't Skipping know, I all the way to that. I wrote, he kills Tom Savini and Tom Sabrini's broad. <laughs> broad. I'm such an asshole. It was just Disco Girl. And then, yeah, he kills Disco Boy and Disco Girl. And then he's home watching the news about it. I'm sorry, this is a little nit- nitpick. They say they're on a manhunt because they believe someone is on a killing spree. The peculiar yet brutal disfigurement of the bodies has led police to believe that one man is responsible for the killers. First of all, sexist. Why do you assume it's a man? <laughs> I thought you broads wanted equality. <laughs> I don't remember writing this. Uh, hold on. You Just see kidding. this knife over here? Just kidding. I know this movie is from the 80s, but I also think I also think even in this day and age, you, you assume it's a man. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it, you do. W- women it's don't do It's more rare for it's women to be... extremely rare for women to be... Mass murder slash serial killers. Serial killers. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't want you. Nope. Oh no! You guys want equal rights? Well, then some of you should prove it and become serial killers. Even the score. <laughs> Let's start now. I was pretty drunk when I wrote this. I think. I mean. Um, anyway, it's that funny. was all a joke. But what I really don't understand is all of his victims at this point were killed in different ways. Yes, and You'd still think scalped. they were talking about the scalping, which would be a good lead on an mo for the killer, yeah. but. How's he going to scalp a chick when he just blew Blow up her head, head with a yeah. shotgun? Yeah. They found her mutilated. Like, he didn't it, yeah. He didn't get her. So, like, how are they linking these murders? Yeah, and I think, how didn't can they, he already how, get the nurse before that? So, it's right. not even the same. And he stabbed her, and he didn't, yeah, like, 
they had to have been going on the scalpings. Yeah. But how would they connect that one murder? They to wouldn't. The, they, they wouldn't. wouldn't. That's not his M.O. Yeah, that's for sure not one. And that also, they I think that's kind of a little bit of a problem in this. But how much did they know about serial killers back then? Yeah. They didn't stick to a particular M.O., which I guess it's 1980. Like, whatever. They didn't know that much. The BAU wasn't around yet. And like, yes, yes. So, uh, criminal Minds. Yeah, anyway, seen it. <laughs> he doesn't really have a strict M.O. Just he likes scalps, you know? Actually, that's my point here. The violent murders and bloody scalping doesn't bother me. I love that. So much fun. It's the mannequins with the recently removed scalps that creep me out. Like one day he just gave it a try and was like, yeah, I love it. That really gets me going. Super boner. Yeah, I also want... They never really explain... How did he even know to do that? Like, it has to be a part of his psychosis, right? Yeah. It I, has mm. to be a part of, the, of a ritual, but like they don't really ever explain how it became a part yeah which is okay i guess it's just i think i don't know i i don't have any idea why but mm, so hot i guess we're not supposed to know put that little scalp on girl uh email uh lustig and ask him like why did he scalp women excuse me lustig i think i think i theorized that there was something there was something about his mother's hair Mm -hmm. like uh, this is my theory. I, you can take it or leave it. There's nothing in the movie indicating this. This is just my own little like backstory fan fiction theory. Mm-hmm. I believe that his mother died of cancer and that she had to get chemo and all her hair fell out. Oh, maybe. And this is some way of him. You're just like, making that all up. And this is some way of him. Like, you put just pulled it, that out of your butthole. Yeah, I just did, Rich, just now. And yeah. this is somehow him putting his putting the hair back on his mother. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so not what it is, but I love that it theory. It could be. It's not. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think there is a reason. I don't. I think he just thought it would be creepy if this guy was going around scalping yeah. women for whatever reason. No, I love it. <laughs> but that's 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 what I, that's what I hold in my heart. <laughs> I do have some nitpicks that I want to point you out. You want to pick some nits? Yes, some nips. All right, we can pick some nits. Flip, flick some nips. Um, so there's Bean some dip. scenes. <laughs> There's a Bring scene in the park. Where, this is when he meets the the babe with the camera. Uh-huh. But before that, there's these kids like on the oh. swing, and the moms are sitting on the bench, and they're like, "You can't." The mom says they can't leave the park. But then the kid, she just rides her bike right by yeah. the mom without the mom noticing, even though the mom was facing the entrance yeah. exit where the kid rode out of. Oh, like, yeah, guys, come on, you didn't even try. <laughs> and like I'm sorry also there's a psycho killer out there they posted it on the news yeah. you're aware of the psycho killer and you decline a ride offer from your friend this is about the nurse to walk to the subway alone hmm choices yeah. and then like there's when she's hiding when she's there, hiding yeah. in the bathroom because she's scared that the, that guy's following her and there's a killer she can't like cover her mouth or yes, hold her breath right? she's making so much she's fucking making noise so much noise like sorry you um deserve to die at this point Did, yeah, you couldn't be she quiet it. you didn't even try it yeah, she yeah. deserves it. Sorry, I'm going to victim blame I her. I was glad. Yeah. I was glad she died. Like, ma'am, <laughs> come on. You're a nurse. You're a nurse. <laughs> you should know how to run from a serial killer. No. <laughs> well, like, she didn't sense. cover her mouth or anything. Like, yeah. rude. Um, I would like to piggyback off of that uh, about the little girl riding mm-hmm. the bike. I, and this is, I couldn't find anything on this. I don't know if anybody else theorizes this, but I think it is heavily implied in the movie. Um, and I think it was happening. Um, but I don't think that they went anywhere with it because it would have given the movie... Th- this movie would have never seen the light of day. Mm-hmm. I believe... Uh, again, I couldn't find anything that confirmed this, but I truly believe that he was hinting, that Lustig was hinting that Frank Zito was killing little girls too. Oh. I think so. I because think, yeah. Look at 
look, he had a doll in mm-hmm. his room in a cage. Yes. And he talked to the little girl dolls too. Mm-hmm. He had dolls and then he had mannequins. And I believe when he killed little girls, he put the, he put the scalps, on the, scalps dolls. on the little girls. Oh, the that's dolls. so creepy. Because he was definitely about to do something to yeah. that little girl. Oh, yeah. He stopped he w- because he saw the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he saw her taking the pictures. He was about yeah. to abduct her, and I definitely think that that's I think a, you're a right. thing in this movie. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, like I said, I... Ooh, I, it I, makes it even creepier. I know. I really think that this guy... And he wouldn't... Within his psychosis, he wouldn't think that he's killing a little girl, because yeah. he would be like... In his mind, like a lot of times he was a little boy. I don't know where I'm going with this. But anyway, I think that's a part of the movie. I think you're right. As he grabs her bike and he says, "Be careful, little girl." Yeah, it was and then so creepy. As soon as he sees the photographer, he's like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and he's also in that scene. He's also wearing his killer killer garb. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the jacket. Yeah. That's another thing that this movie that, like, they have an mo for him with a lot of stuff, but they they kind of get away from it sometimes. But he's wearing the same outfit every time he kills. Yeah. And he, is that yeah. a real thing with serial killers? Uh, it depends. Sometimes it is. That's like a ritual. For it's some, like a ritual. Yeah. I know Dexter, who was a real serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> he always was. Yes. Thing. No, but it was Is it like, always brown? Like greenish olive brown? Is that like, <laughs> is that like killing colors? Yes. All right. <laughs> I, I wrote down, I think serial killers wear specific things when they go a killing. A uh, killing. <laughs> oh my. Uh, um, my notes are fun for this. I don't remember. Are they? <laughs> um, do you remember when he said to Carolyn Monroe's character, you're the most beautiful woman I've seen since my mother. Oh my gosh, buddy, please. Yeah. Please, no. Uh, well, he has to have... And she's like, haha, that's so sweet. What? She's like, do you have a picture? What? That's an... But it, I've been like, you're what? That's an old school thing, though. Yeah. I think that's a... What the hell? Wow. Point? What the... Someone's calling you. Doing our sesh. Yeah, your phone. Yeah, scram. <laughs> Beat it, Boza. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. Um, what were we talking about? Um, the mother thingy, which was creepy, and then it is creepy, you have like I the zombie mommy in his head that pops out when he's in the. Oh, we didn't read that fun fact, but that the head that pops out at the very last scene, which should be absolutely one hundred percent more iconic than it is. Yes. Uh. Mrs. Voorhees, right? It is Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah, I, I wrote it. I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't see it in here, so I guess I didn't save it. Yeah, that's uh, that's the Pretty same awesome. the same model that Tom Savini used for Mrs. Voorhees. Of course, of course, it is Tom Savini. He's a man, uh, you know. He's got a <laughs> what's the word? You know, I don't know. That word. <laughs> he what? reuses things. Whatever. He's frugal fruit is it frugal it's frugal i don't like that word i don't like that word i want to use he's fruit roll-up fruit roll-ups <laughs> which Tom I Savini's bought, got fruit roll-ups which i almost bought because i shouldn't be allowed to go grocery shopping on my own <laughs> i'll do your grocery shopping i did get some on. scooby gummy snacks though <laughs> i'm gonna do your grocery shopping from now on please don't it's just gonna be like uh just shopping carts full of alcohol like in hot rods <laughs> i don't even drink <laughs> stay sweet that's too legit uh Anyways, oh, uh, oh I, was, I had a, I had a little nitpick. It was similar to yours. Please, he goes to the photographer's house and wants to see the. This is like right after the, the little girl scene. Yeah, because he doesn't go to her in the park. He looks at her bag. He follows her. Yeah, but he looked at her bag to see her name. Yeah, and he's but he he That's stalks so her. Creepy. It's, well, yeah, he's a serial killer. Okay, you gotta get used to that. They're charming. But he goes and he's like, I saw you taking pictures of me in the park and I wanted to see him. She's like, come right on in. Like, what the fuck? This dude, people in the 80s. I don't understand boomers calling us out like 
saying that like millennials and Gen Z, like you guys screen all your calls, you guys don't, you, you're not welcoming, you're not. It's because of shit. We grew up watching shit yes. like this happen, not in movies, on the news. Mm-hmm. We grew up knowing who Jeffrey Dahmer was when we were kids. Yeah. And Ted Bundy, like, come yeah, on. Like, we saw all this shit. Like, we're we're just, not going to help the guy in a sling. We're He's just going to let strangers in and just answer the doors and the Hell phones no. forever. I screen everything. Yeah. If I don't know you, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Unless I have some reason to. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. It's like, she's like, sure, come on in. And have a they, look. And then they go out on a date. That like, night. Like, that moment. Yeah. Frank Zito is charming as, is a, he, as a normal so person. Is he so greasy? She's so hot. <laughs> she, that, I didn't understand that much either. Maybe she thought he was like a gangster and she was like, oh, about to get in yeah. that mob wife life. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I do, um, I think, honestly, dare I say, we could have a couple more kills on this one. I uh, don't disagree with you. It's just on screen. I know he's killing people. I want to see it. Uh, there was one kill in particular that I thought should have been on screen, and that's when he's stalking the girl in the bathtub. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. she's in the bathtub, and then he like he jumps on her, and it cuts yeah. to like his... Um, well, doesn't oh, he put no, her in the bed? that's right. He no, that's bed. right. Yeah, that whole scene is like really disturbing. Oh, actually. I love it. He's like, Mommy, yeah, he's, you can't get away from and me. And that's that scene is awesome because that's where you really... It really becomes clear, like what's wrong with oh, him yeah. and what his psychosis is, because he's he's killing his mother over and over mm-hmm. and over again. One, he's he's killing her because of the things that she did to him, and I don't think I'm mansplaining this to everybody, yeah. but like everybody gets it's this. It's fine. But um, it's your your job to tell us what's going just on. Just in case you were unclear, as a man, and us as dumb women. <laughs> You guys Please. are pretty. You guys are. You broads are pretty dumb. I will stop you. <laughs> I will start the serial killing right now. Okay, but he's he's doing it. And honestly, I wrote this down to like like organize it just to be be mm-hmm. sure because there's certain times where he's talking to himself in the movie where it's not really clear like what his psychosis is. Like, what, is he being his mother right now? Why is he talking this way to this mannequin? Like, it's kind of muddled. Like, what's going on? But this scene makes it clear that he's one killing his mother. Over yeah. and over again oh, yeah. because of what she did to him, mm-hmm. abused him and whatnot. Yeah. But he's keeping the scalps because he also like misses her mm-hmm. and just wanted her to be a mother. And to love him. And to love him. Yes. And that's why I say that this movie makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I think there's some tragic shit behind this. Okay, buddy. It's because like look yeah, what happened. sad, but we look can't make excuses. Oh, that's true, and you shouldn't make excuses to for kill people. innocent people. But it's still sad. His brain is except li- for the one nurse; she's dumb. His brain is literally broken because yeah. of abuse. He can't tell reality from not reality. That's true, and that's sad. It's sad, and I don't know. It bums me out a little bit, but also he's gross, and yeah, I get it. I get why it's so scary and disturbing. Anyway, all right. So I only have a little bit left. Okay. I yeah, really, I really love the ending scene where all his fantasy, oh where all the dead God. mannequin ladies are tearing him apart. It's so great. Every second of it was brutal and gory and <laughs> bloody and beautiful and all the noise. It was uh, so I gross I was just going to say the cracking noise yes, and they like, rip his head and off. And you know what? Good for them. You go, girls. If only it was real because that was hot. You heard me. I don't know if I want to be <laughs> friends with you anymore. <laughs> Find a different co-host. Gross. Then. No, I can't. You're the best co-host. Oh, the co-host with the most. The co-host with the co-most. Okay, but anyways, back to the scene where I got my raging boner. That was amazing. Shut up. What? That didn't turn you on. Oh, I just 
Nuh-uh. flooded my whole basement. Really? No. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, well, you've you, 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 you've opened up a little bit over the past couple of months. I know some stuff. I love when men are being torn apart. <laughs> I would. You know what? At this point, I wouldn't put it past you, <laughs> and I wouldn't judge you. I wouldn't judge you at all. Like, do do you do you? Whatever makes you happy. I just want to see you happy. Oh, thanks, all. pal. If watching men getting their heads ripped off, hey, you can rip my head off. What? Really? <laughs> no, not really. Oh. Um. We kind of already talked about this, but I just want to reiterate the scene in the cemetery near the very end. Yes. It, that, with his mother popping up at the ground. Oh, I loved it. And I think I already said it, but that scene needs to be more iconic. I we agree. We need to see that more. I'm going to like, I'm going to post that and I'm going to like. Yeah. And the effects obviously were wonderful, uh, so you know. Good. Tom Savini is, is a legend. That scene is so crazy. So. He's like. Ah. She grabs his face. That might be my favorite visual in the whole movie. Okay. I like him being torn apart too. That's my favorite. But visual. his mother popping out of the grave was so jarring and unexpected. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh shit. Yeah. No, you. I because did not the rest see that. of the movie yeah. isn't really like that. Yeah. You know, it's not about zombies. Well, because I like, feel like the more the movie was going, was the more like things he was hallucinating or yeah. the, the like the, the he worst, was like going off into right. the deep end of the fantasy world. Right. The worse his psychosis was yes. getting, the more the movie went on. I, that's exactly what I think was happening. All right. Um, do you have anything else? I no? have. I have two nitpicks. No, go I for it. I would also like to pick the nits. You touched on it. I will not touch anything <sighs> in this house. But like <laughs> he has all the mannequins in his room. Yes, yeah. And he has all the scalps in his room. Mm, and delish. he's been doing this a very long time. Correct. His fucking apartment would reek. But that's what I like about the second the remake. Is Wait, that hold on. I just remember something. The isn't flies. He, were isn't in he the spraying? Mm-mm, that only happens in the second one. That happens in the, in remake. the remake. You know there is a sequel to this. Uh, it's called I know like that I'm Robbie's. Not watch it. I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, okay. It it, it got like lost. Yeah, time. no. But yeah, they don't really touch on that in this, that it would be gross and there'd be bugs. There would be bugs. People would smell it. There, yeah. it's, that's rotting flesh. Yeah. Because he didn't just cut their hair off. He Mm-mm. cut their scalps off and he didn't, he didn't prep them or do no. anything to them. He was just like, oop. So that was a little on. bit, somebody would have smelled that shit. His, yeah. his landlord would have been at his door and let's kill his landlord. Oh. Um, and then my only other nitpick is the very the very ending i like the ending of this movie how it ends in the cemetery and mm-hmm. how he gets torn apart it should have ended with him getting torn apart and you the watcher questioning yeah. like what really happened like did he kill himself is he dead and i don't like that the very a, ending where his that, eyes pop open that, yeah that's what I i'm saying that. the two cops coming in and seeing him dead and then his yeah. eyes pop open i thought it was so dumb so like how did the cops even know to go there they finally figured out who the killer was or did they someone call like oh well, no, some shit. monroe got away oh that's in the cemetery yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she probably went and told them everything that she, makes sense she knew him they, yeah. they were able to but yeah, I agree with you. The eyes popping over the end is stupid. Yeah. Everything that happens after him getting torn apart. Because that would have been such a poetic oh, ending. Oh, yeah. You don't really know what happened to him if it ended that way. And you would be left questioning and you'd be left up to like, did he kill himself? Was it just another hallucination? Mm-hmm. Is he still killing? Did he get away? Like, you wouldn't know. And I feel like ending it that way would have fit the entire vibe of this movie and it would have been a lot better. So anyway. All right. That's all I got. Yeah, that's it for me. All right, you want to do some freaky favorites? You know it. Freaky, 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 uh, your favorite kill. Okay, it's gonna be the insane exploding head, oh, the gunshot that's fine. kill. How could it not be? Tom it's Savini. so fucking it's bloody. So great. It's like just poof, blood everywhere. It's so Amazing. fucking cool. Frank, Frank Zito. 
hops like hops up on the car and like yes. runs up to the window. And you're like, oh shit, no. It's so badass. Oh, no, you're disco like, oh boy. shit, disco boy, you're about to get murdered. Murder. Uh, your favorite character. Um, don't laugh. It's Tom Savini's mustache. That's right. Tom <laughs> Savini is the guy in the car credited as Disco Boy. And his mustache is so magnificent. That is, is in fact, my favorite character. Its own character. Yes. I have my real answer and then I have my pretentious answer. Okay, go on. My favorite character in this movie is 1980 New York City. Oh, my God. <laughs> I read, Sleazy, I read, dark, I read somewhere. I read somewhere a long time ago and I, I've always kind of held on to this. And I, I really like the sentiment. But it is a little pretentious. I read somebody's review one time of like Basket Case, I think. Oh, yeah. Because Basket Case is set in early 80s New York. Uh-huh. And they were like, and they said in their review, they were like, I love these old sleazy movies because the city almost becomes its own character. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, this, it's almost yeah. like a living city. It's so gross and sleazy and the people are nasty. And Yeah, just, they are. And it becomes its own character. It's a little pretentious, but I still like the thought. But anyway, no, my favorite character is Frank Zito. Come like, on. You didn't I, even say I, it right. Frank Zito. Sorry. Thank you. All right, your favorite quote. Um, There's not a lot to pick from here. So no, I went, with, not, the, I went with a scary one. Okay. When he says, no, no, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to keep you so you won't go away ever again. That's creepy. Okay, yeah, maybe that's not my favorite quote, but his delivery was enough to make my skin crawl. Yeah. So I'm just throwing it in there. Yeah, Joe Spinell's a great actor. Yeah, and He's that was really like good. when we like know he was like pretending like he was thinking he was talking to his mom. But right. like, oof, buddy. Uh, my favorite quote is from Disco Boy, Frank. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, or no, Tom Savini. I almost put this one, but. I you want to like, meet yeah. me someplace? Where? Where? The back seat. Hey. <laughs> and then he does his little eye thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's his little Tom Savini. Jeez Louise. Tom Savini does seem charming. Oh, like char- makes He's jacked at like, how old is he now? 70s, 80s? That's awesome. I have no idea. He's still in really great shape. But how's his mustache? I've never heard that he was a bad guy. I'm going to look that up. Tom Savini's mustache. All right. Is that it? That's it. Are we done? Holy shoots. We're done. Yes. Episode 100 is over. Oh my gosh, we oh did Oh my it. gosh. We should cry. We should cry together. And then... Maybe not together. And then double suicide. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I've got, I'll go first. I think I hear my mom calling me. <laughs> Do you I want me to go, go first? Yes. I'll go first. Go now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not funny. It's not funny to joke about suicide. It I might cut that out. Oh um, <laughs> Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Yay! Thank you for coming back and listening to us. We hope we get all of our old listeners back and I can start up some and then some new listeners. And hopefully too. some new listeners too. Uh you oh god, I don't remember how to do this at all. I'm gonna try though. Oh, I remember I wrote a whole thing for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to re record that at some point. Damn. No, I have that. Okay. No, cool. I still have that. You don't have to, unless you want to. No. Um <laughs> Yes, thank you for listening. This is the end of the episode. I'm gonna start the music right here. that's for me so I don't have to go through all kinds of hoops editing Um, you can find us on all social media platforms you can download us on all podcast uh, platforms and you can visit our website at forsakencinema.com if you dig the show hit us up Um, say hi let us know what you think of the show rate, review Uh, give us some stars wherever it is that you're listening uh, we have listeners on like fucking eight different nine at least 10 different and platforms. we love that we have at least eight listeners on no, i don't know what i'm saying uh i totally forgot how to do the end of the show yeah, but yeah learn. rate review subscribe share comment all that good stuff uh i think that's it yeah. we will talk to you guys in two weeks Poss- possibly Maybe next week for minisode i'm not sure what that's going to be like i'm going to explain all that i will have already explained all that i don't need to say the shit 
We are we're, done. Yeah, we're Goodbye. out. Bye. 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 Yeah, we're going to the other show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, fuck Bye. off. Get out. Bye.